good evening, good afternoon, and in some places, good morning. Welcome to the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, my camera's off again. Uh, but uh, we, we will fix that in a second. We we are here to talk Xbox. We got a confirmed or a confirmation from Windows Central that there is, in fact, going to be an Xbox Direct showcase scheduled for uh, January 25th, which is a Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Uh, we have new information on what is going to be there. Uh, we're going to be talking about Starfield, and that's, of course, that's why I, I, we, we brought in the big guns known as Skullzy TV, who is Mr. Bethesda himself. And, of course, we're going to talk about the news that broke this morning, folks. Oh, no, Playground Games, they're finished. Actually, no. But they did have a significant amount of people leave the studio to start their own adventure. And yes, folks, uh, 10 of them, 10 members of Playground Games who have worked on as recently uh, as uh, last year. Uh, well, was it last year? The year before's Forza Horizon 5. They are embarking on a new journey to bring the world a AAA open world game that is all we know the studio currently has 10 folks, 10 people attached to it. Uh, they are expecting as much as uh, upwards of 140 staffers to make this new game. Uh, again, we're going to break that down, but let's welcome in our guest, Skullsy TV. Brother, I know you have a lot to say when it comes to Bethesda, but spe- you know, specifically, we're talking Starfield, and it's playable. And you know what? The talk of the town is that Bethesda has over-delivered. Um, Welcome back, brother. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. Always a great time to be here. I appreciate the invite again. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane for so many reasons personally to hear that Starfield is, you know, in a playable state. It's being play tested because I started talking about Starfield when it was just a trademark, and when we didn't even know yeah. what it was that it would be a Bethesda Game Studios new IP. I mean, there are a lot of theories back then, but nothing confirmed. Uh, but now it's it's not only it doesn't only exist. We haven't only seen trailers of it but now it is, people are playing it and saying amazing things about it um it doesn't surprise me to hear good things about starfield uh honestly because <clears throat> one of the earliest talking points about starfield uh early on after it was confirmed that we knew it was a bethesda game studios title was that some of the developers seemed to be leaking little statements here and there uh particularly i believe it was Camelworks who said a bethesda game studios developer told him that Starfield is beyond what you would expect. It's basically the next level in terms of gaming and RPGs, and it will blow everybody away. So that seems to have been the the rhetoric for Starfield for a long time now. And to hear now that playtesters are blown away is is obviously also a great thing. Um, But to me, it surprises me a little bit, uh, because with how Bethesda is right now, uh, I'm surprised we're hearing any inside talk from anyone related to Bethesda at all because um, prior to all this, Bethesda had the, the big Starfield leaks of all the early images of the 2018 and 2019 build. They've had Redfall leaks from the Q&A uh, agency that they contracted to test Redfall. And there's just been so many Bethesda leaks, big ones, that I'm surprised we're hearing anything at all. I figured Bethesda would go into super like CIA counter espionage mode here (laughs) and would basically make sure no leak got out because I've had the Bethesda bird tweet to me, not literally tweet. That would be 
uh, destructive <laughs> to their career, but message me <laughs> before and tell me something once in a while, as some people may know. Um, and even those sources have kind of like backed off. Uh, so from what I understand, Bethesda is very strict right now in terms of potential leak control. And, and while a Q&A tester saying, you know, I'm, I'm blown away by the game isn't really a leak, it just surprises me a little bit um, to just hear someone saying even something as simple as that. Uh, but another thing, uh, separate from all the excitement from hearing Starfield is not only in a playable state, but is also great, is that this is more confirmation that Bethesda seems to be on track with their first half of a 2023 release date window. Um, a lot of people were theorizing maybe they might push it to November. Uh, personally, I feel like a November release date would be better in terms of just the sales metrics and those types of things. But at the end of the day, I want to play Starfield as soon as possible, especially after the delay. So yeah. this is more confirmation that it's it's on track, at least. Uh, so yeah, that's great. Um, I'd like to hear more about it at some point soon, which I know <laughs> we'll probably talk about here soon. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my take on all that kind of stuff. Uh, one one little final thing that I do want to say is um, obviously with, with Microsoft in the picture now, there's going to be naturally a bigger just uh, division of people, which means there's a larger percentage of their to be leaks. Uh, but at the end of the day, I believe Bethesda Game Studios mostly play tests their in-house stuff, their games in-house. They, they don't contract Q&A out to agencies. Redfall was contracted out to an agency and that's where those those leaked screenshots came from. Um, right. So I believe that this statement is coming directly from a Bethesda Game Studios Q and A uh, person. I don't know originally who they who they spoke with or how this got out there, but that's just my take on things. No, we're we're going to break it down. We're going to get further into it. I appreciate you being here, and of course having the insight because obviously you do have connections to uh, you know uh, Bethesda uh, through you know through you know un, uh, unnamed sources. Uh, and uh, all of us, I think everyone in gaming, I, I actually don't care where you game. I think they're, this is one of those releases, uh, Steel Rain, that yeah. everyone have been waiting for. Uh, it, it, we're all holding our breath. This is, I feel, Steel, that this is a Halo 3 moment. I, I, I really feel that this could be as big of a release for Xbox as Halo 3 was in its prime. First of all, Steel Rain, I put up the bat signal. You answered the call and course, swung in like a superhero. What's up, brother? How you feeling? Hey, boom. Well, one, I just want to thank you for, again, inviting me on. Um, had some free time today, so I'm glad I was able to get on here, especially with all the news that's dropping in here. Um, and just real quick, just to touch on what you mentioned, uh, as big as Halo 3, the thing about Halo 3 it was coming off two very successful games that completely changed how we look at first-person shooters. Yeah, um, indeed. Starfield has the potential, um, but I don't, outside of Skyrim, right? Um, and you have a few others, a few other fallouts that you care to mention. Um, I don't know. You're, you're, you're definitely setting up a huge and my expectations are a little high. They, a little above the Mohawk. Are you saying sure. he's going too high? <laughs> he might he might be hey, boom look are you high, after the show, be high on life after the, first time after for the show boom after the show boom i have to pull you to the side and, and, and i'm about to test you out make yeah, sure you're all right have a conversation <laughs> make him touch his nose look at the end of the day steel it, it's great to have you here uh we we have a lot of really great topics to get into um 
Daniel McGee, what's going on, brother? You know, you you are someone excited for Starfield. You're someone, uh, one of uh, again, w- one of the best places for both short and long content on your YouTube channel. Love the work that you Thank do, you. the passion that goes into it, brother. Uh, welcome. Yeah, I'm uh, glad to be here. I think this is my first time ever getting to speak with Skolzy, which is uh, a little bit surreal because I've been watching his channel for a long time. So <laughs> that's here awesome. We are. I love it's it. Uh, Bringing the community together—that's what it's all <laughs> about. That's what it's all about. Uh, listen, it's great to have you back. Uh, Retri, uh, what's going on, yeah. brother? Uh, you know, we, we thought we were going to get you here late. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah. Xbox uh, kind of let you down a bit because they didn't <laughs> drop any Xbox Game Pass news. Not really. Not really. I mean, they did just for next week. So we're not yeah. really getting games this week. But the whole, you know, holiday break, I don't want to be a jerk about it. Uh, so it is what it is. We got some monster games coming in next, uh, next week. So I'm super hyped. I'm monster hunter rise persona three and four. I mean, that's, that's good enough for the entire month, but I'm super excited to talk Starfield, especially with Skullzy. He's the expert. Like Daniel said, we all, we all watch his stuff. So, uh, if I say anything wrong about Starfield, which I probably will Skullzy, you know, let me know. Uh, Drop the and hammer, And I have some bad takes sometimes. <laughs> but oh, I'm excited. No, I, I, I think gonna you're going to be just fine. Uh, listen, I mean, look, you got a green curtain behind you. You can't say yeah. you're any more greener than Xbox, brother. There nope. you go. Uh, <laughs> Infinite Umbra, the best singing voice in the business. Welcome, Ooh. brother. We, we, got, we got a lot to get into. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, um, I usually start off, uh, Skolzy, you know, getting everybody to sing, so. Prepare your voice, brother. We we expect you to say as well. <laughs> Starfield, I don't know something, <laughs> jingle or something. Yeah, <laughs> no, but good morning, everybody. I'm uh, excited to meet you as well, Skolzy, and uh, get your knowledge on this on this monumental game. Absolutely, appreciate yeah. it. Nice to meet you as well. Nice to meet yeah. everybody. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah. It's great to have. Honestly, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I know you're busy. You know, you, you, your channel has exploded on the scene, and for good reason. Because you put out a lot of good, good quality videos, especially again, Bethesda is a big deal in gaming, folks. Uh, it is. It is. Maybe it hasn't been for you in recent years because, well, mainline Bethesda haven't really released anything that uh, you know checks the boxes for a lot of people. The big open world RPGs, you know, megaton sized uh, you know stories. Well, that's coming. But before we get into uh, into uh, talking about um, Starfield, I do for, for let me catch up on some of the super chats. It's been a big one that just someone dropped. First of all, we got a new channel member. His name is Sean. Sean, thank you so much for becoming a channel member. That is incredibly kind of you. We also have another super chat come in from Game Positive, who drops a very generous two dollars super chat. This is good morning, afternoon, Xbox fam. Hope all is well. Indeed, it certainly is. Thank you for being here, Drawn TJ. Not to be outdone. Drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, hey, guys, this is going to be a fire show. Well, thank you so much. And, wow, we have uh, a monster super chat that came in from uh, Dread, uh, uh, Dreadful Sean. Oh, so first of all, uh, Dreadful Sean, uh, thank you. I, I don't necessarily know if I'm worth $50. That is bonkers. But I just wanted to uh, say thank you. Uh, that's an incredible super chat. It's very generous. Welcome to the channel. He says, just wanted to say thank you for the 10 plus hours of content a week. Usually catch your content the day after on Spotify as I deliver 
for FedEx. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Thank you very much. And I'm nice. glad that I can make your 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 work day uh, go. And yeah, it, it, it's it, it's getting up about 10 hours a, a week and I'll never stop. I, I love it. It's one of the one of my favorite things. Like I said, technically, it's, it's, it's a job because, you know, you stream five days a week. It becomes work. But I love it. And I, I appreciate the generosity, but I, I really appreciate the, the kind words. That is what that's what we do. That's why we're here. That's when everyone has their channel. And uh, and we like to produce the content because people like to listen and we like to talk about gaming. Uh, Sith Lord, generous friend of the program, drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says, "Jez on XNC implied scale bound was not dead." Yeah, <laughs> y- y- you know it's funny. Bring because it back. Just the Let's other go. day, I think it was yesterday. Idle Sloth, who I love, I don't know him, but I can tell you that Idle Sloth. Is the freaking man? I mean, if there was the robot, yeah, yeah, idle sloth. He's not human. He is not a human. He's not a human person, (laughs) folks. He might be an AI because he gets out news so goddamn quick that it's unbelievable. And he did something very funny. He simply tweeted a picture of Scalebound and didn't say anything. And I wrote to him and I said, "Ah, "I see what you did there. You know, you're bringing the Scalebound shenanigans up again." Um, who knows at this point? I hope so. But let's get into <laughs> let, 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 let's get into the the breaking news, if you will. Uh, it's being reported by pretty much everyone. And I pulled a story from VGC Video Grains Chronicles.com, one of my favorite places uh to uh to get information from. I do trust their sources and I do like the way they write. Uh this this was posted uh this morning. At 10 a.m. by Tom Ivan of the site. Tom's a good writer. Uh, I like a lot of the stuff that he does. Uh, and the title of the article, Forza Horizon Leads, Leave Xbox uh, Xbox's Playground Games to Form New AAA Studio. And it's, it goes on to say the UK-based Maverick Games first release will be an open-world title. Now, of course, if you don't know what maverick games are well that's the new that's the name of the new studio and you know i i I seen some craziness on the internet because guess what folks it is the internet and people are now running and screaming and saying that playground playground games is finished they've lost 10 of their leads oh my god folks it's not that serious uh they are very talented people i'm sure uh if you if you listen to and i'll read some of the quotes from them they loved loved working at playground games but an opportunity presented itself for them to do something that they wanted to do as the team now obviously playground games is huge and it has hundreds upon hundreds of employees and 10 of them who are probably all good very good friends decided that they wanted to embark on a new adventure that uh lets them tell the story that they feel confident in telling now, is that a problem? It is not a problem. Uh, if you look at the quotes, uh, the startup is consists of only ten people now. They are building the team. This is the this is the groundwork. These are the ten founding uh, you know, mothers and fathers, if you will, of Maverick Studios, uh, and they have they have an idea, and they and they want to move forward with that idea. Now, did they pitch that idea to Xbox? And Xbox was like, no dice. I I can't tell you. I wasn't a fly on the wall. I wasn't in the room. But maybe, and, and I'm going to go first to Steel Rain on this, because Steel, you said something incredibly important. 
that a lot of people maybe you you said you said it. People are taking this out of out of out of context. My personal, yeah, personal thing. Maybe they just wanted to work on something that was their own. Is there a mm-hmm. problem with that? What are your thoughts on the announcement of the uh, of Maverick uh, Studios? All right, um, I think it's something that. I think it's important, man, because if you look at how long uh, some some of those key people that ended up leaving and all the people that they're um, that people are kind of jumping on and saying that, oh, uh, look how Microsoft can't manage their studios. People are just leaving left and right. Um, There has to be also something said about being part of a team for a certain amount of time. bringing out on masterpieces time after time i mean five games in a row at least in my personal opinion um every horizon game has been a masterpiece so everybody whose hands have been a part of that um should be one congratulated and two um deserves every little bit of a a new opportunity if they if they find one um in this example i i personally think that there was an opportunity that came knocking on the door per the article and again i'm I'm just going to be kind of going off of from memory, so I may misquote some things. But from what I took from out of the article was that they love working with playground games, as you mentioned, Boom, um, but there might have been some creative differences there. Um, where, again, when you're a part of a team, um, even if you're at the top, as a team, you still have to make a complete game. Everybody has to agree on a decision, or maybe somebody above him knocked his decisions down and said, I, I don't think that's the overall goal of what we're trying to reach. And I can understand how as a creative, because not everybody's meant to be a worker. Some people are wanna be the boss. And this, yeah. to me at least, seems like a situation where um, some of those guys wanted to, or and gals, wanted to step into an opportunity where they had more creative freedom right um forza is forza it's always going to go that direction depending i mean the only next direction that we're anticipating is for them to go to japan and honestly how can they mess this up at this point but i think that since they've been the other thing that i think about too is that they've been there long enough to also facilitate new talent so Mm. these people leaving i do not believe has an integral effect on playground games at all um playground's very next thing right now is getting fable out of the door and then we'll see if we get well and also horizon 5 dlc because we still have one more um at least one more expansion from that that we're expecting um but then their very next thing is fable um and maybe he didn't want to put be part of that maybe they didn't want to be part of that either maybe they were getting pulled multiple directions and it just was taking up too much time they were in rooms you know trying to brainstorm and it was just impeding on what they were trying to accomplish but just stating just speaking on the fact that there was an opportunity for them to make create this studio again as a as some as a creative who possibly wants to be a boss i can understand why you would want to say hey you know what i had i had a great time you know there were some little things here and there we couldn't agree on everything but overall um i feel like this is the correct way for me to go on my career path yeah um no. that's how i see it at least in this situation and and you know something if that in fact is the case there's literally nothing wrong with that being yeah. a creative if you are someone that appreciates doing new things listen mm-hmm. there's a reason why people are flocking to microsoft in mm-hmm. regards or some most so xbox uh, you see it every week. Someone is coming over from some studio. A lot of the studios that they're getting talent from are from former Sony first-party studios. We just saw the announcement 
that one of the, uh, the the creative leads from Horizon Forbidden West is now working with Obsidian. It happens mm -hmm. all the time. But when you see a group of people embark on a journey that they want to build something special for themselves, it should not be looked upon as, oh, my God, <laughs> there goes Microsoft effing up again with, you know, with the way they do business. I, I think what you're going to see here is a group of people that worked on a game for many years, just like uh, Steel Rain said, and they want to do something different. You know, listen, say what you want to say about Bungie, but that's what eventually happened to them. Now, obviously, Bungie, that was a much different Microsoft back then. And Ooh, obviously, yeah. if the Microsoft leads today uh, were in place back then, I don't think Bungie goes. I think Bungie is left to go do, hey, you want to make a Destiny game? You go ahead and make a Destiny game. And that's, that's Xbox first party. The, 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 the right management wasn't in place back then, and, and they didn't leave on the, the best, uh, you know, best terms. But as you have seen, Phil Spencer is very, very good friends with the head of Bungie. They play Destiny together freaking all the time. So again, this is a team that's not leaving. They're not being thrown out the building, right? This 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 isn't a Vincent Pella situation where their boxes are outside and they're getting, getting tossed out by security. This is they want to go do their own thing and I think we should encourage that. Uh mm -hmm. Skulls, let's get your hot opinion on this. Obviously, not lead story to open up the show as we close in on already 500 people here holy shit that's crazy that like welcome button. everybody hit the like button if you're new please consider subscribing folks we are 400 and change away from 12k i'd love to hit that this month uh it would be a big deal again small channel mom and pop style uh, again, I, I, I apologize for the, the, the glorious peacock you see behind me because obviously I'm in an apartment, folks. I, I, I have limited space, and that's Mrs. Boomstick, and I don't mess with that. That's her design. <laughs> All right, so we, you know, she, runs the, she runs the ship. I just steer. Um, Scalzi, let, let's get your opinion on this, brother. What, big deal or, no, or a big nothing burger? Every time this happens, I feel like the internet just loses their mind and they act like a government is collapsing. Like we have seen this numerous times with numerous studios. We've seen this with Bethesda Game Studios when uh, Zach or Nate Perkypile uh, left and a few other big developers there who've been there for over 10, some, some of them 15 years uh, left. You know, I, I Steel Rain hit the nail on the head. It's creative, like people who create generally the same thing even though it's a great game might want to do something different sometimes it's like a painter even though they they paint famous castle paintings and they do like painting castles after you do for 10 years you might want to paint a mountain you know it's it's not it's really nothing more than that most of the time and sometimes it can mess with the company but generally it, it doesn't the only times we see uh the only times that we should be worried about something like this is if a mass amount of people leave the company including executives including like everybody and usually that's when something else is going on that's not what's happening here 10 people are leaving playground and the number kind of strikes me because a lot of the game development uh positions are based on contractual uh mm -hmm. situations which means you're you're hired on for x amount of time until this is finished with the project or until the, the project is a bite rate of the ship it, it just varies depending on a situation mm -hmm. and a developer and what they do and, and this could just be these 10 developers had their contract up at 
the beginning of 2023 or right at the end of 2022. And they've been waiting for this specific moment to do what they want to do, which is their next creative uh, endeavor together. So really, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. Uh, like I've said, this has happened with a lot of developers, right? Bioware has had this happen before. Uh, people were saying this might be a bad sign for Bethesda uh, when when all their people were leaving and Bethesda Game Studios is still around. You know, they're still going to put Starfield out. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they, they've decided that they're in a bad situation. So, yeah, I, I think people are just freaking out. And uh, probably a lot of this stems from uh, people trying to make one side look bad. <laughs> yeah. The whole yeah. console war thing uh, that they, they yeah. see potential ammunition they can use and then they just fire it blankly into the air and hope it lands somewhere strategic which none of it does <laughs> rarely but yeah that's my take it, it's it's dramatic uh people are freaking out over nothing it's it's either based on contracts or most likely they just want to do something else which is yeah, fine and, you know? yeah which is which is perfectly fine real quick got a shout out pre-authorized transaction for paypal he drops a very generous house super chat and says happy to see Skullzy back hope i didn't miss anything important big props to you guys and Skullzy. hope to see you stream soon man yeah yeah so he's great he's been here before and we're happy Appreciate to have him it. back and thank you for the generosity, brother. Definitely appreciate you being here uh, as well. We also have another super chat that came in from uh, Night Springs. Oh, I love the name, brother. I, I hope you are an Alan Wake fan because, yes, I cannot wait for Alan Wake 2. Uh, he drops a very generous £1.79 uh, super chat. He says, Dead Space slash uh, Star Wars Jedi will hit EA Play Game Pass PTO. I don't doubt it. Uh, it won't be their day and date. That's He's for right. sure. Eventually, um, but they About definitely will hit. They definitely probably six months after. Uh, I would imagine Dead Space sooner because it's a single player game, and I don't know how much legs it's going to have after six months. But yeah, I, I mean, listen, I'm buying both. I, I already bought them both. I bought the collects edition from uh, uh, what's the name of that special edition company? Limited something. Um, Limited they have a, the the one that comes with the helmets. I, I couldn't pass it up. I had to get that. I don't buy many run or something like yeah, that. Yeah, limited run. Yes, yeah. thank you, brother. Thank you for the save. They just got bought by Embracer. Yeah. Yes, they did. A day. Yes, they <laughs> of did. Course. Yes, of course. Of course, they did. Embracer <laughs> wow. just buying everyone. Good for them making moves. <laughs> uh, Brett Embracer Bingham. just bought me too. By the way. that's good. I don't know if the quality of the content is going to get any better. It's fantastic as it is. Money never hurts, Skullsy. Um, Brett Bingham, just a very generous five dollars super chat. This is the rumors of the game that shall not be named being re uh, revived are growing. Yeah, I know it's it's like Voldemort. You say him and he he strikes you dead on the spot. And probably if you see a lightning hit me in the head and I got a scar, you know that I'm the new <laughs> Harry Potter. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, Daniel, let's get your opinion on this, brother. You 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 like to check out the movers and shakers of the industry. Again, this is a small <laughs> yeah. story to start the sh to start the show. We got. Two really big topics to get into, but I thought it was worthy of a conversation. Are you you have any concerns for Playground and the no. uh, <laughs> of what's coming in regards to Fable and the next Forza? No. So from what I can tell, this is almost certainly exactly what Skullzy was saying. Right? It's just people who have worked it for who have worked on Forza for a very long time, and you know have decided that it's time for them to either take that next step and create their own studio which is a very common goal for a lot of people who enter the games industry or it's just they were sick of making forza and they wanted to move off and do something else it's i mean you you make a racing game for 
five games in a row that take four years at a time to yeah. make, you know, at some point you're going to not want to see a car ever again. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it's just how it works. This is to me, this is kind of nothing, you know, it's, uh, I actually, I got a degree in, uh, computer science with a, a focus on video game programming. And when I was in those classes, it was, there were already people who were like, yeah, I'm going to start my own studio. One of my uh, best friends, Josh, actually, he already had a name for his studio, like freshman year. So this is a really <laughs> common, and, and I believe one day he'll probably still make that studio. He's a very talented guy. Uh, but this is a very common goal for people who want to enter the games industry is they want to be in control of their own projects. And there's really only one way to do that. And it's to own your own studio. Otherwise you're, you know, having to kowtow to either the people above you or, you know, your board of directors or whatever, you know, there's always something preventing you from making exactly the game you want, unless it's literally just you making that game. Right. So I completely understand why they would do it. And, and I've seen a lot of, uh, really strange reactions to this where it's people either jumping to the conclusion that oh playground is dead uh which is of course ludicrous because we see people leave studios all the time and then they continue to be fine just like Skullsy said i mean we've seen it on the microsoft side we've seen it on the playstation side we see it all all the time they just go and they start new things because that's just kind of the natural cycle of the games industry um and you know it's not even unheard of that this new studio maverick games which we know basically nothing about outside of the logo. Uh, it's not even unheard of to think that whatever their first game is might be, you know, first launched into Game Pass or exclusive to Xbox. Because if these are all people who are from Xbox Studios, that's where their relationships are. So if they're looking for funding to help try and make this game work out, that would be the most likely place for it to work out. So it's, I think this is just you know, the normal ebbing and flowing of the industry. And I think people are jumping to a lot of conclusions that they probably shouldn't. Um, just as a tip to, to anybody who's seeing people freaking out about this online, uh, if you scroll back about a year on the, the tweet timeline of people who are saying that this is the end of days for Playground, just scroll back to around the time the Game Awards were happening last year and just see how much they're downplaying Forza Horizon 5 and see whether or not... Yeah. <laughs> They were saying last year that oh Forza doesn't matter, and then this year being like oh Forza's dead, therefore Xbox is dead. Because like I'm willing to bet there's a solid amount of crossover there. I think that Venn diagram's a circle. Yeah, yeah, they're probably eating their own tail, which is dumb. Uh, but it listen, Retri, let's get your opinion, brother. What do you what do you think, man? Uh, are, well, you exci- are you excited to see what they have in store? Because if you remember, before Playground Games was purchased, they were working on an open world game that was going to be a new IP. Microsoft or Phil Spencer took a peek at it and he was like, whoa, I think we could make this Fable. What do you guys think? They said yes. They purchased them and we're going to have a new Fable potentially at the uh, holiday 2024. I think we could see something similar to that. Well, boom. I'm going to disagree with these guys. Clearly things are going downhill. Listen. (laughs) You don't lose 10 guys from Playground Games <laughs> unless Definitely Xbox is, is incapable of keeping top talent, obviously. Oh, Twitter, come on. Seriously? No, I agree with everything everyone else said. That's ridiculous. I love the presentation. Um, I, I got to say, I do. <laughs> great, I, I, saw, I saw people calling these articles from Eurogamer clickbait. 
like how is for uh, Forza Horizon 5 creative director and several team members break away from playground games? How does that clickbait, guys? Explain yeah. that one to me. Yeah. That's that's not clickbait. Anyways, this is a nothing burger. It happens all the time. I agree with the other guys. If I've already worked on five Horizon games, I probably wouldn't want to work on another one. So I think this is just creative freedom. A lot of these guys are now the leads in their departments. Yeah. So they're all probably going to make more money if Maverick, you know, AAA open world game is successful, which I hope it is. I actually really enjoy when things like this happen because it means we get more games and who knows, Microsoft already has a relationship with all these yeah. guys. Maybe they'll buy them. Maybe they'll acquire them. Who knows? Maybe I mean, Maverick for, is a for new all Top we Gun know, game. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. For, for all we know, Retri, <laughs> they're confident to make this move because you got to remember, they're leaving a job to start a new company where they have to pay yeah. themselves. You don't know if Microsoft didn't say, yeah, you know what? Here's a bunch of money. Here's, here, here, start up your company. You know, it's hands off. We just want to help you. You've done so great for us. We want to invest. Here's a here's a bag of money. Get your get, get your get your studio started and let right. us know when you have something. Right? That's how these things happen. Absolutely. I mean, it um, happened with Sony and Haven. So why yeah, why there not? There you go. Yeah, perfect example. Yeah. That's a, a great great point. Infinite Umbra. I know you're not going to sing about this topic because Starfield <laughs> is the one you're going to sing for. But I mean, again, everyone has some really great points. What are your thoughts? on the new studio coming out of Playground Games, 10 of their, their members. In a world where... <laughs> no, let me stop. I, re, Asian Retri made me get a little antsy. I'm like, hold on, I need to do something special too. No, um, I mean, you all pretty much hit it on the head. I will say, though, the only odd thing, I feel like it'll just be Xbox's luck that whatever they're making will be exclusive to Sony or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> that's I can I'm, see that too. <laughs> I can see it happening. Oh, we're gonna just the PlayStation exclusive. I can see it for some strange reason, but um, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm excited for it, like Retri pointed out, because you know, every anytime you can get creative, uh, good creatives behind something where they can make something new, a new IP. And I like open world games. Uh, I'm all supportive of that. I'm, I'm happy for that for them. And you know, they're doing something that, like you pointed out too, uh, Danny, where they get to you know, step out into their own and, and make something they want to make. And like you all pointed out, they're making, they've been making Forza, you know, all this time. Yeah, they probably want to make something new, uh, which is, by the way, most of us have talked about with other studios like the Coalition and, and 343, where we have expressed, and I know I have, uh, wanting them to actually, Microsoft or at least field a team, allowing them to make something outside of those games. They should not just be, um, factories for years and for halo in my opinion uh, and i think it's probably hindered them more than helped them um three or four three i know is getting a lot of flack lately so maybe people are like whatever three four three is trash whatever that's probably what they think a lot of people but i think they're creative people i think they're talented people i think though they've just been led astray on how they handle some things you know what i mean but i feel like if you actually put them in give them a little creative freedom to do some things and they come together with the proper management. I think they will be just fine. But as far as these guys here, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they can come up with. So pro provided of course, that it actually comes to Xbox and it's not exclusive to PlayStation. <laughs> as long as they do that, I'm okay with it. They, they come yeah. out talking about it's exclusive to PlayStation. 
I'm going to wish them yeah. all the terrible luck in the world. <laughs> there you go. I mean, listen, you know what? You're you're a greedy gamer. You want more Absolutely. studios, more games. That's why I like you Umbra. Want He's greedy like me. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Shout out to Eric83, who drops a very generous $2, which hand simply says, we're all damage controlling. Uh, I mean, mm. listen, hey, thanks for the super chat. Nice. I, 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 it's probably a joke, but it, there, there's nothing to damage control, folks. Again, it's one of those things. Nothing to see here, folks. It's not burning behind us. It's just people starting their own studio. Uh, I mean, you, if, you, if you wanted to make a major case out of this, all you have to do is look at how many developers have left Sony and their studios to come work at Xbox. It's, in the last two years, it's probably some of the biggest names in their, in, in, on their ships. Uh, you're talking about captains. And, uh, no, I, I mean, at least I certainly didn't start running a banner. Oh, look, Sony's dead. Sony's first party is going to suck. It's not. Their, their first party is awesome, and it, continue, it will continue to be so. Uh, uh, Drawn TJ drops an additional $5 super chat and says, Hey, I got to ask you guys, do you think Test Drive Unlimited uh, Solar Crown will be, a, will be good? And when do you think it's going to be released? You know what? That has been announced a long time ago, and... I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say. It's a small studio. Is it, 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 is it even in being developed anymore? I haven't heard an update in a long time, so it's tough to say, brother. Um, come out listen, when Scalebound comes out. Probably when Scalebound. Yeah, they're released <laughs> side by side. Yeah, absolutely. A racer and a dragon shooter. I love it. This is great. It's, it's scheduled for this year, uh, TJ. Oh, and TJ okay. keeps talking about that. He really wants to yeah, play well, a game. I, one of my first racers. Yeah, besides what, like the, uh, the, the, I don't know, what was it? Like a one-bit... Uh, Atari 26 or yeah. Indy 500 racer. That's my first racer because I enjoy test shit. drive. So. I enjoy it, <laughs> but like he's really hyped for that. Every time I talk with him on Xbox, or whatever. Oh, a test drive. You want to play some test drive for me? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but I, um, my, my, you know what's crazy? My favorite racing game right now and has been for the last three years is that? Dirt Five. Oh yeah, we know. You see, I'm literally recording footage right now for yeah. Retro saw me online. I'm I'm, I'm getting yeah. down with it. First of all, 600 people here. Holy Let's go! Christ. Let's hit, go! Hit the man. like button. So hit the hit the like button. But listen, let's let's get into why we're here. We have we have Skolzy TV here because he yeah. is Mr. Bethesda. Uh, and the question that I I keep seeing in the chat, and there's a lot of people here, a lot of new faces. Skolzy, they're probably here for you. Certainly not for me. Um, is is Starfield playable? And the answer is, folks, yes. We've actually heard from Jez Corden from numerous sources that it's playable start to finish. You can finish the game. Yeah, that's right. It's start to finish playable. It's in the hands of several people. There are rumors, and I will not I will not shake this tree, this rumor tree, because I don't want to get in trouble by anybody, but there are some people in our inner circle that supposedly have the preview build and are playing it right freaking now. Okay. Who is that? Well, I'm not you're not gonna get that from me because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Uh <laughs> I have heard some things, and if the folks that have it are playing right now that I know personally that I can I consider to be friends that I've never that I've never met oh but only on a podcast it's well deserved uh they are high ranking officials in the gaming community and they deserve that kind of uh, accolade uh by the by the studio and by the team and the trust uh I am not playing it and I, even if I was I couldn't tell you but no I officially am not playing it I wish I was 
But Scolzi, look, l- let's get into this. The big rumor that came out of last week was the fact that uh, Todd Howard, and again, if you're a fan of Todd, and I am, and I like everybody here, uh, we know he likes specific dates. He's a date guy, right? He's a guy that loves to put his games on a, on a specific date to make it mean something. Uh, the date that keeps flying around is 32323. And if you look up that date right now, folks, NASA loves to launch things on that date. They've had tons of satellite and rocket launches on that particular date. It makes sense. So, Scolzi, we understand that polishing is going on right now. They want to release this. They don't want to release a buggy Bethesda game. That's what they don't want to do. That's what they're known and loved for. But they don't want to do that. They want to release a product that is going to punch you in the balls and you're going to like it, right? That's that's what they want. And from what we understand, the people that are playing it, Bethesda has over-delivered in this game. Do you think that the 323 date is legitimate? Uh, yeah, actually, I kind of believe it. Um, mostly, there's there's a couple superficial reasons for this. The first one a lot of people would probably try to latch on to is I believe it was Oblivion came out in March. Uh, I believe it launched in the March was 2006 or whenever that game came out in ancient times. Uh, so <laughs> it's not outside of the realm of possibility based on just previous Bethesda patterns. If a game had to get pushed, uh, they would still seemingly release it uh, within the first few months of the year rather than just hold on to it uh, like like you said but uh, todd howard loves dates we know he he loves 11 11 that's like his favorite thing in the world uh but despite that because they've released games in the past in march like oblivion i don't think he loves 11 11 so much that he would push a game needlessly uh further just to release a game then um i heard uh towards the end of not even the end of 2022 more like the middle of 2022 that essentially Starfield was playable from beginning to end. Uh, so it's very likely that they've been polishing the game for a lot longer than people might think, uh, which also opens up the potentiality for them to have been adding previously cut features because Bethesda has cut plenty of things before. One of the first mods that comes out for most Bethesda games is the cutting room floor mod. Uh, there's a garbage truck outside. Sorry if you can hear it. <laughs> but but yeah, That's they they cut a bunch of stuff, usually entire villages, sometimes quest line, quest chain. So uh, with, with the delay and the even bigger chunk of polishing time that Bethesda has with Starfield, not only will we see a lot less bugs, uh, but we'll also potentially see stuff that was cut. So to cycle that back around to the March release date, I think so. I think March makes the most sense out of the first half of, of 2023, which is the release date window. Um, it, it would kind of make a little bit of sense to have a Starfield centralized E3 or whatever it's going to be next year, if it's called E3, if it's not called E3, whatever it is, summer showcase. But that doesn't really give that much time between the summer showcase and when the game would come out. There would be a lot of initial hype, but if they went that route, they'd have to have been marketing the game more to still build up gradual hype previous before the launch month, right? It would right. be weird for them to, even if they said the game's going to come out in June, for them to have a big Starfield showcase 
right before, like a couple weeks before. They, they, they have to give us a lot more information about the game because right. it's a new IP, right? They can't just go off of their previous reputation with, with like Fallout or the Elder Scrolls. This is something different. This is their first next-gen RPG, true next-gen RPG, which is crazy to say with how long it's not even next-gen anymore. It's current-gen and has been. Yeah. <laughs> but they've got a lot on the table here, so March makes the most sense. Uh, but even one thing that makes me worry just a little bit is March is only a few months away and we haven't really been getting what I consider a solid, like prime Starfield marketing campaign. We're getting small trailers. We're getting like the, the dev Q and A's, but we're not what I feel is in the main swing, like the, the forward push, the spearhead of the front line. Now we're, now we're doing it. The operation is ongoing and we're going to push this until release. I don't feel like we're in that yet. So yeah, that's, that's one thing that bothers me a little bit. We might get a Starfield centralized showcase, which is something that I can touch on uh, on another topic later in the video. But yeah, that's that's my take on the uh, the March release date. Yeah, we're gonna, we're going to get into that because obviously the last part of the show is we're going to be talking about the uh, the basically confirmed event for January twenty fifth, uh, which is uh, Wednesday. It is uh, going to be an Xbox Developers Direct show. Uh, what has been announced already for it uh what we can expect is redfall is uh minecraft legends and motorsport what has been left off the table and concerning for me is the fact that starfield may or may not be there um and i understand that uh it's meant to be probably a 30 minute or or 35 minute show uh heavily you know i would imagine gameplay of all three games uh, but I, I, like I said uh, on Twitter, um, I'm not saying that the show is going to fail if Starfield isn't there. Uh, but uh, to Scolzi's point, and we will get to that point uh, after everyone gives us their, uh, their opinion about Starfield and being playable, is that Microsoft at that show absolutely 1,000% must let us know that a Starfield event is coming. Uh, it, it has to be said because mm-hmm. if it's not, it's going to be a. I, I think it's going to be a downer for a lot of people. Uh, if if the schedule is what we think it is, and Starfield is hitting on three twenty three twenty three, right, which is in a couple of months, that yeah. probably should have went first. If, if I'm if I if I'm if I'm marketing, I'm like you know we got to put Starfield out here first because. We're not getting Redfall into May, potentially June for motorsport. And and I would imagine maybe, maybe even before Redfall, you get Minecraft. You do, you know, you one month, two month, three month, boom, boom, boom. There you go. And you leave a couple of months gap for Starfield to suck up everyone's oxygen because that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they would do it backwards. <laughs> I'm not in marketing. I can't really say. But uh, Steel Rain... There are some people in here in the chat right now that are new names. And, you know, of course, we want to welcome everyone that's here uh, that suggest how could this how could we say that they have over delivered if we haven't played it? Because, well, that's what is being reported. I, I, I don't know how else more to put it out there. I'm not playing it. I don't think anyone on the panel here is playing it. But if we were, we couldn't say anyway. But from what we have heard from credible people. People that we trust, that we go to for news each and every day of the week have said, wait till you see Starfield. I have talked to people, and they have over-delivered. If you don't believe it, that's perfectly fine. I'm only giving you the information that's out there. It easily 
couple of clicks on your finger on your on your cell phone on your pewter and you can go find exactly what i got what are your thoughts steel rain over delivered that's that's a that's a strong statement dude yeah i mean again there's a lot of bold things going into it and you kind of started the show with it right um this has definitely has the possibility to be one of the biggest ip oh your mic your mic is is uh clipping oh, in and out it? yeah oh. Wow, I don't know. Why actually, I actually found it sounded like you weren't fast forward for some reason. It did. <laughs> really? Is it? Yeah. And now. It's yeah, still yeah, doing it, it. It's, it's no. clipping. It's clipping in and out. It sound like the micro machines, man. <laughs> no, he's like, yeah, micro machines. Yeah, you know what? Why don't you pop out and pop back I'll in that, and reset yeah. it? Yeah, we'll, we'll get you back in a minute. You know what? Let, let me bring this. Let me bring this over to uh, Danny McGee. Well, while we wait for uh, Steel Rain to get back here, Daniel, what are your thoughts? I mean, obviously, uh, Skolzi said he heard that this game was playable in the middle of last year, and they wanted to do more. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, right, where if this is playable already from start to finish and they've just been polishing it, which is what we've been hearing for a while now, then it makes sense that some people would already be playing it. I mean, I don't know if those people are like content creators or if it's, you know, we're sending it out <laughs> to other people in the company for them to like sort of low-key beta test it or, or what, you know, I, that information I don't have. I'm, I'm still uh, very small <laughs> in the in the YouTube scene, so people don't come to me with this sort of information. Uh, but I think it's a good sign. You know, there's a lot of people who, and we'll talk about it later, are uh, upset because there's a, a possibility that Starfield isn't going to be at this uh, rumored showcase. Uh, and I think the fact that we already know that the game is seemingly pretty close to done means that it will either be at that showcase or shortly after, maybe even I don't know, before. That seems unlikely, but possible. You know, it's. I think it's just a lot of people... Uh, <laughs> wanting to expect worse for this game than it's going to be. Uh, and I think there's a lot of people who are expecting better from this game than it's going to be. Uh, and it's it's just a, a fact of the matter. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't know who the drum man 877 is, but he says, do you believe everything that you hear? No, I, I do the work, brother. Uh, if you're new to the channel, welcome. Uh, then obviously you don't know the work that goes into this channel. Uh, I do my due diligence and I speak with people and I have my own connections. Certainly not as big as some of somebody else, uh, other people in our, in our you know, content creation circle. But I, I talk with people all the time and no, I do not believe everything, but I can tell you that when I hear something come out of Jez Corden uh, and he says that, yeah, he knows people that are actually playing it. Uh, I, I will believe that because I trust Jez Corden. Now, if you don't, well, you know, listen, uh, thanks for stopping by, you know, hang out for a bit, you know, you know, stretch your toes out, walk around the lobby, check out double barrel gaming. Maybe you find something that you like. Um, but uh, uh, let's never see mind still- information changes guys. It's, you yeah. know, it's just like the original release date changed. Things, things mm-hmm. change, you yeah. know, Test, yeah, I mean, test. the only thing that I, I want to add is uh, hey, if there are people who are getting early access to this game to, to beta test it, uh, where do I sign up? Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to play this game. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would love to be able to play that game. And no, I wouldn't say a word, but I would I would love it. Uh, Steel Rain, let's get these guys behind me, the Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, Steel Rain, we got your back, brother. 
Yeah, how, how do I sound? You sound like the regular steel rain we know nice. and love. So, yeah, so, awesome. so talk about it. Again, people are saying that there are members in the community uh, that will remain nameless are playing mm-hmm. the game. And they have said, testers have said, whoa, they have over-delivered. Right. Now, I don't, I don't know if that sh- should be believed or not, but I believe it. What, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on this? Um, for me, it's, it's one of those things because the industry is so secretive all the time, right? Every time we get a little bit of news, especially about IPs that potentially have the type of impact that you were kind of mentioning in the beginning of the show. I don't know if it's going to be Halo 2, 3 levels, um, but it is um, Todd Howard's baby. So yes. with that, I have to take into consideration what they've done over the last 20 years in gaming. Um, and they have made impactful RPGs, uh, Western RPGs specifically, um, that everybody, well, a lot of people think are critically akin. So um, with that, as the casual Bethesda fan, uh, casual Zenimax fan, as the guy who only... Elder Scrolls Online was really on, the only game from uh, that side that really pulled any of my attention, right? Um, but I watched my wife play New Vegas, um, which is, you know, a different team, but um, still had that Fallout ilk to it. So I understand the hype behind it and why people love it. And when I see Todd Howard or my brother from another Pong Soul and others like Mav talk about it and other people from the community uh, who are very familiar with what they do in the creation engine who understand that it's more than just visuals right because the thing that makes these games unique is that there's nothing like it there's no other game that you're going to find uh if you want to use no man's sky as a comparison in no man's sky you cannot touch and talk and do almost everything within the world it's that's it's not the same um, like you can in a Bethesda game and that's what they're renowned for and creating all these different experiences that you having being able to step into like um, a water cooler moment and no two two people have the same sort of experience maybe you get around to it at some point uh, but it's never at the same point uh, which i think is something that's extremely unique so hearing that um this is seemingly uh, getting good praise um is exciting news to hear again this is going to be my first time fully investing day one um in a bethesda title and really throwing myself at it it's in space Han solo simulator there's so many things that have kind of you know step by step amped me up for this opportunity and i want to see why was this todd howard's 20 year game in the making why did he feel that he could not make this game until now i have an understanding some understanding as i have some technical expertise but i am not a game designer i i I have no idea how any of that stuff works um i've only seen videos and whatnot and i don't think that's even enough to to try to draw a comparison um so i'm excited to see it's amazing to hear again it sounds like xbox is on the right path of things um and Bethesda and Todd Howard has a has a huge potential to really start Xbox strong strong this year if it does end up uh, releasing three twenty three twenty three like I anticipate so yeah me too absolutely um by the way uh, Oblivion uh Scalzi released three twenty two thousand and six well, so close so, yep. very, very close uh, to that date uh Retri, you you've been kind of yeah. keeping your ear to the floor with this obviously you do a lot of work behind the scenes when it comes to you know, getting uh, releases for Xbox Game Pass, Starfield, day day and date confirmed, right? Uh, first party, Xbox exclusive. Um, what are your thoughts on people actually playing 
and having some high praise for a Bethesda game that has notoriously known been known to release buggy games. Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, I think we all assumed it was in the polished state for a long time now. If they were ready to deliver in November, I would think that it's just polish, 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 trying to get those Metacritic scores up, even though everyone says they don't matter. They clearly do because everyone brings them up every single time they want to use it for a narrative. So I think it's good. I'm glad people in the community that are supposedly playing it are saying it's going beyond expectations. I think that just has to do with the massive size of Starfield. And probably they're just amazed at how much there is to do, maybe side missions. Mm -hmm. But I'm on, I'm on the side that I believe this has been, uh, been in a polished state for a pretty long time now. I think they are trying to reduce the bugs. I think there clearly will be bugs. I think it's impossible for a game of this scale not to have bugs. Um, and you bet the internet's going to be posting those videos, and I'm sure they'll be funny. But that's the bugs, and I'm not trying to make an excuse for them. Usually for me are not game-breaking bugs. They're usually funny, where someone gets hit in the ragdoll and they literally fly to the moon. Stuff like that. Reminds me of some of the funny Skyrim bugs, which is mm -hmm. one of the best games I've ever played. So I'm highly anticipating that this title will be all that they say it is. Uh, they, they, their track record says it should be a hit. So why wouldn't I trust Todd and Bethesda? I think their track record speaks for itself. So yeah. I'm happy to hear that things seem to be going well. So, yeah, I, I'll say this. My hype level has gone from 11 to like 311, to be honest with you. Uh, one of my most anticipated games. Uh, I already have already declared this as a life stealer. Uh, this game is coming out and I feel bad for anything around it. Uh, and yep. I will say I feel bad for anyone like myself who are meticulous when it comes like my, my biggest That's sin me. of 2022 was the cardinal sin in gaming. And that is playing too many games and going from game to game to game without finishing them. My, my, I, I, did yeah. not, I, I think I finished maybe three games last year, and that's disgraceful. And that's because I had so many games that I was playing and enjoying. It, you know, it, it just, it just, I would play for three, four days on this one. Something would come out, and I was like, oh, "Shit, I don't, I, you know, FOMO. I got to talk about. It. I'm, I'll be, I'm, you know, we're getting on to the show. We got to know about the game. We play it." And you're like, "Man, this game is so good. I can't get away with it." I wake up in the middle, right. and I'm like. Should I go back to sleep or should I go play Vampire Survivors? God damn it. <laughs> Five o'clock in the morning later, I'm like, you know, I probably should have went to sleep and now I'm dead. Um, so, yeah, that, that happened. Quick resume is a double-edged sword. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the certain. same way. I grazed a ton this year. I didn't Man. finish nearly as many games as Herb. I wanted because it's just too easy to flip easy. back uh, and forth. Too. Yeah, it is. And Game Pass, not to be a uh, you know a seller for the, uh, the, the best service in business, if you are on a budget... And you want games, you just you cannot beat. Yeah. You cannot right. beat what they are what are again, I take nothing away from the quality of Sony's games. They're amazing. Nintendo, they're amazing. But A, they don't go on sale, and B, they're not in a service. Hard to keep up with everything, but Game Pass allows me to do that. But listen, uh Infinite Umbra, let's get your opinion, and then we're gonna get into 
the big show confirmed for January 25th. What are our expectations? Uh, and what if Starfield isn't there? Uh, that's, that's, that, that's the big talking point. Umbra, people are playing Starfield. People are now talking with others. There are rumors uh, that they have over-delivered in the quality. Uh, I have seen, I don't know if anyone follows Colt Eastwood. I don't know if you ever heard of the guy, but he is amazing. And he put out a video this morning with some gunplay. Uh, it was probably around 45 seconds to a minute on his channel. Uh, he put it out on, on, on Twitter. And he, I think it's a, a SMG. It's a shotgun and something else uh, that he put. And I got to be honest with you. I, 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 some of the footage I've never seen before. So I was a little taken aback. And I'm like, I wonder if this is, if he's one of the dudes playing this because it looks Go, go Colt Eastwood at Colt Eastwood on Twitter. Go look at his last post. It's a, it's a gunplay, uh, actual gameplay of Starfield. It looks bonkers, bro. Like crazy it. good. It's, it's the same. But it's the same it, gameplay. It is. It's the yeah. same. We've seen um, it. It's nothing new. I want to see updated gameplay for sure. Uh, yeah, to yeah. To me, but, it still looked a little rough, but um, but for sure, it's it yeah. I mean, a listen, bit I, more perspective. Look, at the end of the day, I walked. I some of the stuff. Maybe maybe I missed it. I, I felt like I, I some of the stuff I didn't see. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, and that's and, and if I'm you know if I got it wrong, then I just didn't see it. That's just my that's shame on shame on me. Oh, I failed. It's um, been a while though. That's all. But, it is. Uh, yeah, no, it's been a it's long been a time. Like, yeah. yeah, it's been a and while. And the way so. he compiled it made it look like it was. It, 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 did, it did look like a, a compilation. But yeah, again, Umbra, when, when you hear people are playing it and that they're impressed with it, what, what, what does jealous. that do for you as a gamer? It makes me very jealous and, 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 and again, wish bad upon them <laughs> and evil. You know? I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it gets me hyped to hear the good things about it, obviously, right? Like, I want the game to be monumental. I know it's going to be, regardless of what I want, I know it's going to be a special game. Um, but, yeah, I, I think jealousy is the first thing that comes to mind. Like, yeah, I wish I could be on it. You know, how do they How do they look out? I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I, I'm excited to hear that, that the type of talk. I mean, anybody, any game that comes out, I, I want it to be great. But it's always good to hear such, like, you know, positives for a game that you've been anticipating for a few years. Yeah, I, uh, I guess we're going to talk about the whole. Are we the the situation of the the um the uh, direct? We're going to talk about the next. Yes. Okay, so I'll hold yeah. off on saying what I was going to say, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for for them to. I'm, I'm excited to hear what we've heard at least, and I, I would like to hear actually from them instead of uh and and, and rumors. Um, yeah, you want to exactly. hear from the team. Yeah, I don't want to hear rumors. I'd rather yeah, hear yeah. directly from them. They can give us actual thoughts. But of course, I know the NDAs, they can't really tell us too much, but I would like to hear actual the actual superlatives come from their mouths. And that way I can look at them and curse them on TV as they're telling me. But um, I'm hoping that maybe, you know, from the rumors we've heard that they do appear at the uh, direct and maybe we will see something new. Um, I doubt it from what, what the way it's been framed so far. But uh, yeah, that would be nice to see to actually see it because at this point it's just, you know, it's just rumors at this point. I'm sure it's, it's I'm sure it's the truth, but it's just rumors, you know. Yeah, yeah, we want to hear from the horse's mouth. Uh, mm -hmm. I think all of us, including myself, are looking forward to Todd Howard coming out with a you know a flashy leather coat or a leather jacket of sorts. <laughs> 
uh, and, and, and just be his charismatic self uh, up there and, and do what he has done many, many times before. Show a gameplay trailer and then say, hey, listen, three months from now or whatever, the game's coming out. Here's the release date. Boom, boom, boom. And, and again, when that release date is officially announced, it's going to break the Internet. Uh, and we're going to be covering it live here for you on Double Barrel Gaming. But listen, before we get on to the massive topic of the show, I got to catch up on so many Super Chats. It's bonkers. The generosity is incredibly uh, humbling, more than you know, uh, and it helps more than you know. Uh, I don't know, again, if we have a lot of new faces here, so I will announce the contest. Or one, My wife and I uh, run the channel. It's just us. Uh, we're not funded by you know corporations. It's, it's, we're funded by the people. Uh, that's you folks that deliver uh, constantly on the super chats and the channel memberships. Uh, so what we what last year we gave away three thousand five hundred dollars worth of gift cards in multiple mm. throughout the year uh, contests. Uh, and of course, the way that my wife decided that it was fair is the first half of whatever mon- money we were giving away would go to people that are supporting the channel through channel membership. They would be they're, they're, they're first in the pickers, and then the second half of the show would be anyone that is, is it live on the air with us. Uh, and it worked out to great success. Uh, we had a $1,000 giveaway for Christmas, uh, and everyone has now gotten their prizes. It took me a while to find two people specifically, but we have officially doled out $1,000 in two hours. Uh, it's never been done before, at least not on any of the big channels that I watch. So I'm very proud that we do that uh, because it's our way of paying it forward. We're very successful with the channel. Of course, I'd love to have 50,000 subs. Will we ever get there? Maybe. Maybe one day. But I'm very, very thrilled with the success that we've had in five years. Um, And the big announcement, the big contest that we're doing uh, is uh, we're all about helping others. Uh, And obviously, uh, the team behind Stalker 2 has uh, an incredible story that has been told. Uh, They have been displaced from their home. Uh, in Ukraine, thanks to the Russian war that's going on currently. And they have now settled in Prague. Uh, and uh, I, uh, their, their studio and their families are safe. They have lost several members of that studio that stood behind to fight this war and have gotten killed in the, uh, in the line of duty. Uh, and it's sad. And it's, very, it's devastating to the team. How they are able to still deliver this game is bonkers to me. But one of the things that my wife and I decided to do was purchase uh, 10 copies of the game to make sure that the team, and I'm not going through Game Pass, literally buy the game, 10 copies of the game, and donate them to people in the community. So we we, we hit both high marks. One, we give back to the community like we have always done. And two, we give back to the families of, of, of uh, GCS uh, Game World uh, and deliver so they get paid, which we know they got a big chunk of money from Microsoft. There's no doubt about it. Game Pass paid them well, but it's our small way. But last week, someone donated $450 Super Chat, wow. which is ridiculous. Uh, I'm still taken aback by that. That's a lot of money, folks. I mean, $5 today is a lot of money, but $450. So what we decided to do is up that by 50%. So we are officially giving away 15 copies. Uh, I'm trying to get in touch with the team. They have several people. We're going to do a special launch day podcast 
uh, and I'm hoping to get that team on there with me to be live on the air, do a 60-minute show, show gameplay, get some behind-the-scenes uh, conversation, and give away those 15 games with that team on there. I'm working on it. Again, small channel, folks. I'm, I'm doing my best. We don't have a release date, but which rest, rest assured, when that release date happens, uh, we will be giving away 15 copies, and I'm buying each one of those copies. No one has donated. I mean, when I say no one, I mean... I'm not getting any handouts from Microsoft or the or or or, 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 or uh, CGS Game World. Nothing. We, we, this is this is out of if, if come, some of it's going to come out of our pockets, which is fine, and the other half is going to come out of super chats, which we put away what, that we get. And speaking of super chats, let me just read some of them have come in, and uh, we have uh, Dragonheart Yobi, very good friend Yobi. of mine, excellent Yobi. What's going on, brother? Peace, life, love. That's what he talks about. He drops. A very generous five dollars super chat and says that peace, love, and life living split screen twenty twenty three takeover road to one k. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna drop living split screens um, uh, uh, credentials into the chat momentarily, and I ask that with the six hundred plus people we have here, you please do me a favor. Steel Rain is one half of that incredible team that delivers four hour shows each and every Saturday morning with Pong Soul, two gentlemen gamers. They're trying to hit 1K, and it would be tremendous, a tremendous favor for me to get over there and support one of the best. So get over there momentarily. I'm going to drop that in there. In fact, Steele, drop that into the, into the chat right now. Let's get, let's get you some subs live on the air, brother. Oh. Um, <laughs> All right. And uh, Jonas the Dad drops a very generous $2 from chat and says, Awesome show. Love the panel. Skullsy rules. Indeed, he does. Uh, Hacky Sacked drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Can't wait for God Howard to punch me in the balls. Yes, it's going to be the highlight of the week, right? There you go. Um, now, we also have, now again, I, I get his name wrong all the time. I, I believe it's Crimpy. But I, I always pronounce it as C-R, uh, C-R Wimpy. I, I'm, I know I'm saying it wrong, and if I do, I apologize, brother. Uh, he drops two very generous Super Chats, both of which are $10. He says, I took a 10-year break from gaming, heard about the new Fable, was in the works, so now I just wanted to see anything on it. I I, I don't care. Yeah, You know what, dude? That, that makes both of us. It's one of my most anticipated Xbox first-party games. I, I, I don't care when we get it but i i want to play it uh he says um it's uh he says if he i don't care if it's five frames per second trailer uh or uh i just want to see something also got me a series x and a playstation 5 congratulations on that brother yeah having both consoles is awesome if you can do it i definitely suggest doing it because i mean like i said i support all three um i love doing that there's always going to be something for me to game and probably why I'm only finished like three games last year because it's just it's just too many games. And he drops an additional ten dollars super chat and says, "I love your content. Uh, Going to be thirty uh, thirty. Let's see, where is it? Oh, I, I love your content. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much for that. Uh, the kind uh, words, brother. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, in in you button drops a very generous two dollars super chat. And Starfield is going to be thirty. 32 times the detail. I, I think it's going to be ridiculously big. Drawn TJ drops not one, but two. $5 Super Chat and says, I hope the mod community makes three mods. One, Halo mod. Two, Star Wars mod. And three, Co-op mod, where you can invite one person to join. Like I said, for me, I just want Boba Fett's Slave One. 
That that's all I want. Uh, you, you yeah. I'm never changing the ship either. I will if if I have to play on PC and go buy a PC to play it on. I definitely want the mod community to respond on that. I know they're going to. I I can. I said another one. Uh, if you're an old bastard like myself and you remember Battlestar Galactica, not the that's new where I'm one. going. Not the new one. I didn't like the new one at all. I like the original one with what? the Cylons. I love the new one. Oh, the yeah, new yeah. one is so good, Boone. I, I just, I, it's I, fine. I will try again. But I am an, <laughs> I am an OG, and I those 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 uh, ships that they had, they used to shoot out. <sighs> so good, I know what so it good. is, Boone. Yeah, you like, you, 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 like those old, you like those old hairstyles. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's probably what it <laughs> is. Want, that's what it is. Yeah, I that, know that. yeah, I know what it is. You want the oh my goodness, Starbuck as uh, one of my favorite characters, and that guy was a yep. uh, funny, you want funny the blonde, dude. Flowing hair like Starbuck head back then, don't you? <laughs> I know what <laughs> it is. Uh, he drops a second five dollar super chat and says, "Is Starfield going to have a third person mode?" I I don't know. I. Can yeah, you, can you it is. They showed it during uh, the E three footage. They showed them walking around in third person. And okay, so there you go. Switching the first person. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, so there you go. Uh, oh, Lady Foxfire Gaming. Hey, darling, welcome. Happy New Year. Great to see you here. She drops a very generous five dollars of chat and says, "I think Starfield deserves its own showcase before the game comes out, so they can talk about everything and promote it properly." Indeed, and that's what we're going to get into. Yep. Uh, Scalzi, let's get to you first on this. Uh, the uh, okay, so you know, for, for, for to, to be pure, uh, I thought today at nine o'clock we were going to get an announcement from on the Xbox Wire that the date for the show was going to be confirmed by Xbox. It has not, uh, it has been confirmed by Windows Central, who did a story on it. Jez Corden then reiterated that it is, in fact. Uh, coming January 25th. We heard about this in December, folks, that we were getting the show. Uh, okay, so, uh, so uh, um, Wimpy just said, you can call me Wimpy, drops an additional $5 super chat. Thank you, brother. Wimpy, uh, hopefully you do like hamburgers. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about, it's Popeye. Uh, so uh, thank you so much for the generosity. The other super chats I will get to momentarily. Um, Scalzi, look, uh, I have to be upfront and honest, which is why I think a lot of people tune into this channel and they subscribe because I don't pull my punches. I love Microsoft. Uh, I am an Xbox first gamer. I'm not ashamed to say that. I support all three consoles uh, wholeheartedly, uh, but I play on Xbox because it's my favorite brand and there's a lot of things that go with it. This show is the first salvo of the year. Uh, This is coming off a year that showed little to no first party support and a complete exodus of the Game Awards, the biggest show on earth. Uh, say what you want. I said this before. Have your opinions about Jeff Keighley on how he does his business. I don't like it sometimes, but I do appreciate the Game Awards for what they are. Microsoft's complete no-show was a bummer, straight up. Like, honestly, it was disappointing. I thought we were going to get something. We got nothing. Now, if you tell me that... We got nothing because we're going to get our socks blown off on the 25th of January. Then I'm saying, okay, well, then it's worth it. And they basically, maybe they told, you know, maybe internally, they were like, you know what? Jeff doesn't do what he's supposed to do for us. So we're going to pull out. Uh, We're not going to show anything big there. And we're going to do our own thing. And maybe that's what happened. I I don't know. I'm only, you know, paraphrasing or giving my opinion on it. I could be a thousand percent wrong. And I would be. Uh, I would applaud Microsoft for doing it because, quite frankly, as much as I uh, respect Jeff Keighley, 
let's call a spade a spade, folks. It's the PlayStation Awards. It has been for years, and he continues to do it. He just does. That's just his thing. It's fine. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to get into a, G- a Jeff Keighley rate, uh, rant because mm-hmm. it's unnecessary. My, my opinions um, about how he does his business out there for everyone to know and love. Whether you like it or you, you, you disagree, it's fine. But I, I just sometimes, as I will say this just in closing, as someone in his position, to be as one-sided as he is, mm-hmm. it, it's not a good look, folks. It's not. You are supposed to be an ambassador to gaming. That's what he presents himself as. You're supposed to evenly you know, talk about everyone, and he does not do that. And that sometimes is a bit frustrating. But reeling this back in, Skullsy, we know three monster first-party games are going to be there. Now, obviously, depending on the person, the size of the game is going to is going to is going to be different, right? Uh, some people may have Forza uh, Forza Motorsport high on the list; others may not, and that's fine. That's going to be there, confirmed. Minecraft Legends, not a new IP, but certainly a new way to play Minecraft. That is going to do gangbuster numbers because Minecraft continues to deliver each and every month. And of course, Redfall, uh, one of my most anticipated games. Where he, the more we hear about this game, the more I have a feeling that it's going to be in the game of the year talk at the end of the year. Uh, the more you hear about it, the more polished it looks. It's it, it's just checking off left and right for me personally. But then we get into Starfield, uh, and this is where I kind of I kind of lose some of my oomph going into this show. Uh, we're hearing from several people, including Jess Corden who says that he does not know for sure if it's going to be there. But I kind of wonder, you know, if it was going to be there, I think they would have led with that. Hey, Starfield and all the others. Because Starfield, listen, call a spade a spade, folks. Starfield is the biggest one of the year for Xbox. The other studios and their games are big, but I don't think as big as Starfield. Let's talk about it, brother. I mean, are you in the are you in the same mindset as me that if it's not there, you're okay with that? But they but they must reiterate that it is going to be somewhere. Yeah, so they definitely need to communicate more. That's ninety percent of the problems with people saying X or Y or speculating about Starfield in any negative ways because Bethesda just doesn't communicate right there. It's like we're civilians and they're the government like we it's on a need to know basis they're going to do what they're going to do and we're just going to have to expect it when it happens uh which i mean it can work but especially after you already announced a delay and you barely have been talking about your game during during the game awards and, and now we have the upcoming microsoft event it, it seems like people have a reason now to wonder if perhaps starfield is even going to hit the first half of 2023's uh, release window. I still think it will. I'm not in me that, too, too, in that window, but you start to understand at least a little bit where they're coming from when Bethesda has been so silent when really, and you hit the nail on the head, all they got to do is, is say, hey, uh, no Starfield here or there, but it's, it's we're going to have something special coming pretty soon. Like you don't even need to give us a date. You don't even need to tell us, you know, yep. whatever you're exactly going to show, just tell us there is going to be something Starfield related special coming soon. Just be patient. That's all it takes. Just, just tell the community something's coming. It's not going to be at this. If it's not going to be at the Microsoft event coming up, say something. You know, I'm I'd be OK with it not being there, but them at least giving us uh, some type of light in the darkness. So we're not at this point 
starting to maybe join the other tribe where we're wondering if if it is if it is possibly going to hit the first half um and and another thing i do believe starfield uh which is something we've touched on numerous and numerous points uh, of this of this uh, broadcast that starfield does deserve its own thing right it's it's the first new ip they've had in many many years uh we don't know what it is if, uh, if, if another fallout was coming or the elder scroll 6 we'd at least have a pretty good foundation as to what to expect starfield they got to go in uh with a lot more information a lot more marketing so i would expect maybe there to be planned right now a starfield exclusive event at some point hopefully within the next month or so maybe even february maybe even at the end of january uh, but if something was coming, I'm with you. They need to tell us at this Microsoft event if Starfield isn't going to be there. And and to answer another question, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, are they going to surprise us with Starfield at this event? Um, I'm with you again. If Starfield was going to be at this event, they would lead with it. Starfield is one of the prime talking points, not just for Xbox fans, but for gaming as a whole. Uh, for people who are excited for what Starfield is and for people who want to just hate on Starfield because... It's Bethesda or Microsoft. It's it's a big talking point. Uh, if, if Starfield would walk out into the street wearing a different colored dress, there'd be 500 van vanity articles talking about the dress and its length and where they got it from. Like I'm Starfield sound, is yeah. the center yes. of attention right now. So yeah, it's so yeah. I don't think it's going to be there, but they they need to tell us something uh, because you know I I don't want people to start to think it's not going to hit the first half. It will. Yes, but I'm with you. Bethesda needs to needs to at least pick up a little bit of the pace. They're not going to go cyberpunk mode by just telling us something is coming soon. That's <laughs> they don't right. need to worry about that. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I agree. Uh, and and again, folks, like we're just having a conversation here. Uh, I think a lot of people are a bit frustrated. I will read some uh, some chats in there and give people the idea that yeah, people want dates. Uh, one of the biggest, uh, and you hit the nail on the head perfectly, Skullzy. Uh, I, I have said this. For quite some time and i'm not taking away anything from the event folks I'm, I'm excited out of my mind and it works out that it's on a wednesday so i don't actually have to cover the show i can sit back as a fan and watch it and then come back three hours later on primetime gaming and talk about it and have a bunch of uh panel guests i'm going to try and bring an all-star panel skulls you're welcome to join us that day uh to I'm give down. us your opinion and we'll get we'll, we'll we'll just we'll just have 10 10 uh, 10 12 15 people talking about the event that that primetime gaming which of course it just works out perfectly um it's look the it is the biggest game of the year okay i understand spider-man is coming spider-man 2 is going to be one of my favorite games of the year because i love marvel i'm an mcu stan i don't mm -hmm. i'm not even embarrassed to say it love insomniac games i love venom so i'm all mm -hmm. in I'm, I'm in the bag folks on nintendo they have tears of the uh, 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 tears of the something for Breath of the Wild two. Uh, I'm super stoked for that. I cannot wait to play that. I beat Breath of the Wild one twice. That's how much I love that game. And I cooked for hours. Why? I don't know, but I loved it. Um, this is the biggest game of the year, and we need to know more. And this is can, again, you, you just have to go on what they have done for me lately. Xbox, even though they delivered an Xbox Game Pass last year, and they they over-delivered there. They didn't deliver on first party. They didn't show up to the Game Awards. This is your first show. You got to hit all of the switches. Uh, I, 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 so I, I, if you're not going to give us... And maybe they're saving it for that one last thing. And I can't argue if that, ha if that they close the show. You know, they give us a, hey, listen. And this is how I would do it. 
You close the show. We got one more thing for you. Todd comes out and says, hey, listen, we're not showing any new footage today, but on this date, we're doing a very special and you're going to get the release date for and everyone's excited, right? The show ends. It's 10 out of 10. Everyone's cheering Xbox. And we know that Starfield events coming. That's what needs to happen. If it doesn't, I'm going to be a bit disappointed. But Steel Rain, let's bring you into the conversation. In front of me, I have the date for the NFL Super Bowl. Sunday, February 12th, 2023. Now, the reason why I bring up that date is because of a a community member by the name of Darcy. Uh, He Mm. goes by at Leifer underscore 11. Well, he added me on Twitter and simply asked this question. Just throwing it out there. What if Microsoft is waiting for the Super Bowl to drop the release date for Starfield kicking off the ad campaign? So I wrote back to him, well, there is something, that's something to be said about this, and here's why. Wow. Xbox skipping the Game Awards is, uh, is, is a big deal. Uh, what is even bigger, though, is the Super Bowl. Millions upon yeah. millions of people watching the potential release date for Starfield could potentially be epic. Uh, now, obviously, that would be something. Uh, I would imagine that if we do get a show before there, uh, they could do a big push for Game Pass and for Starfield at the Super Bowl, spend that money that they have tucked away. For you personally, the event's coming. It's been yeah. confirmed by Jez Corden, right? Everyone has confirmed it except for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. it's two of my biggest my my biggest gripes with microsoft are the two most main things in 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 marketing Mm -hmm. the two m's messaging and marketing they seem to drop the ball with that i'm not saying that they have but we really should have heard from them first yeah that this event was happening officially before windows central posted their thing because windows central got the scoop and shout out to them and just Corden and the team over there but as it's, you got to ask yourself, what, what, where, where's Microsoft in the conversation? It's your event. Come on, let's 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 show some, show that you're excited. Um, but the question that I have for you, we know mm-hmm. what's coming, and I'm excited for all three of those games, and I think that we're gonna have. Uh, there's also gonna be something in there from uh, Zenimax. Maybe it's one. Maybe it's one of their new IPs that we, they're working on, and that's gonna be exciting. Where do you feel Starfield needs to be discussed in this thing? Um, it definitely needs to be talked about as soon as possible. I mean, um, the rumored event that Windows Central has pretty much nailed in the head, and hopefully it does end up being on the 25th um, with all the information that we're getting about it. Um, I would definitely, I, I love your idea on it, where is that that one last thing Todd Howard says, hey, we don't have nothing to show today, but this is when we will have in our event. Um, also, yeah. the the other idea of, of it possibly being on a Super Bowl commercial, um, that could be one way um, to get it out to a lot of people, um, especially those who are familiar with uh, the types of games Bethesda makes, right? Um, they'll see that splash screen come up, and like, oh, I, I played Skyrim 10 years ago. I might as well go get an Xbox and play that today. Oh, it's on place it's on pc too man that's great i'll I'll go get it there it's just it does open up another opportunity now whether or not that's going to necessarily happen or whether microsoft wants to spend the money like i saw a pre-authorized transaction mentioned in the chat uh nice name there um it's it's up for debate right um the biggest reason i think why we want to hear more from starfield or at least again i 
I'll more so speak for myself, is because I haven't traditionally been hype about Bethesda games, I do want to see more of why I need to be hype. I need a story beat. I need a feeling um, other outside of, oh, here's some images, here's some shooting mechanics. And we talked about the, the video that Colt pieced together. And if I'm going to be completely honest, in my opinion, it still leaves me with much to be desired. Um, Are you not a fan of Skyrim? Still? No, I will not play Skyrim. It's okay. not my game. Um, I've tried it and I've played five hours of Skyrim and I I just can't. Um, but it's just, that's me. Fair though. Enough. Um and but I do get the hype behind it, right? Um, but again, it's like I don't play Skyrim, but I played Elder Scrolls online. It could just been the online component. And also, that was also some time ago when I tried Skyrim, and because some of my palette has changed, uh, time is a big factor of a lot of things. Um, and all along with this game also coming to Game Pass, it's just there's so many things that work in favor for Starfield along with it being this adventure in space um, that has me genuinely interested too. I think that's the main part of it for me. Um, it's that huge space adventure. Again, I'm someone who grew up with Star Wars, Star Trek. So it's like when you see this finally coming to life, but trying to, but more so basing it in reality like Todd is trying to do, um, that's what gets me excited. So, um, and then also the other people around that kind of influence that excitement. But I definitely think the sooner the better. Um, I know Scozy mentioned it earlier. It could be a thing where they say, you know, maybe two weeks from now, or it might have been Retro that mentioned it, um, where in a couple of days it'll be exactly two weeks from whenever they could announce something. Um, so maybe that's part of it, and they'll maybe give us some more details there. I uh, also saw some people say, hey, why, why do we want to confirm? Why do we want to know everything? Why do we want to confirm? Because we're a consumer. We are the hardcore base. We want to be able to tell our friends. We want to be able to tell our family. We want to be able to tell people who might be interested um that hey there's this great game that hey you know who todd howard is oh no well he made these games oh wow yeah and get that conversation started again the more people we can get involved the better and uh, i just want xbox to really outside of starfield um i want them to really double triple quadruple down on their marketing and messaging because yes. on one hand uh you you do really like you do good with talking to the people but on the other hand you wait such a long time that it feels like you don't talk to the people um but you do talk more than playstation or nintendo will ever do so it's like you know it's like it's one of those dan if you do dan if you don't kind of situations and again it is mostly on microsoft's fault xbox's fault Uh, there's there's been that lack the first party side of things have been has been lackluster although i feel a little bit differently about it but overall um there's just lots to anticipate people feel like they've been waiting and waiting and waiting um i never get that ideology of oh i, I feel like i'm waiting but neither here or there um i just want to see more from it give me more of a reason it's the same thing like with redfall i need to see more so that i can understand whether i really will jump in day one or i need to wait for a patch or because if it comes out 30 fps day one fortunately i do have a pc so i'll be able to play 60 regardless but if it comes 30 fps day one i'm not a support of 30 frame games coming this generation um especially on new gen consoles so no that's good stuff retro let's get your opinion brother you've been chomping at the bit talk about it yeah uh I think all the rumors that have been going around back and forth and driving me nuts. I keep making videos and then saying, no, forget it. Maybe it's this thing. 
<laughs> all this new information that's coming around is just I don't even know what to believe anymore. With Starfield, what, what, we all where, thought where, Redfall where you, was coming before before Starfield. Now it's like, yeah, you know, most of us previously thought Redfall was first, and this kind of feels like it's bringing back the theories to surface that maybe I don't know, maybe Redfall is in March. Maybe the six week, you know pushback for redfall actually placed it in march maybe it was supposed to be earlier to begin with we all assumed it was coming in march and got pushed to may maybe that's not the case when it comes to starfield um <laughs> i think i'm gonna change my mind here i think <laughs> like acg said he was told he was 100 guaranteed it was coming in june <sighs> and now i'm thinking maybe it's june because are you going to have a showcase in February? I do think there will be a Starfield only showcase because it deserves it. It's way too big of a game. You can talk about Starfield. There's so many different mechanics. It's it's yep. so huge in scale that I think it deserves its own 20, 30 minute showcase. 100%. So I'm, I'm curious to see, will there be a show in late February or March? to tell us that you know starfield is in june but i do agree with you boom i think during this upcoming showcase if it actually happens in january they need to say something yeah. about starfield just yep. a tip of the hat i i think that's what really pisses a lot of the xbox fans out there is just just a lack of information little communication uh, just tell us what's coming in the future. I get this whole, you know, six month out thing they're trying to, or one year out thing that they're trying to do. They're not trying to show you stuff too far ahead. But, and I don't, and I don't agree with that marketing either. I, I don't agree with that at all. But if that's what they're going to do, cool. If the idea is to have micro shows like Nintendo Directs, I'm all for that. I think yeah, that's me too. I think I that's pretty it. cool actually. I would love more smaller shows on a regular. You do it two, three times a year. I'm satisfied. Yep. But let us know you're yes. doing that. That's yeah. the problem. We're not yep. we're not necessarily, you know, complaining ab about that they're not there. They're not letting us know what's even gonna happen for their own showcases. So I, I believe Jez, I do think something is coming this month i think those rumors are all true i'm very excited to see more redfall gameplay although i do feel like maybe it's getting a little oversaturated in the market we have seen a decent amount but i want to see more actual gameplay behind the scenes stuff they need to separate themselves for left for dead comparisons because that's still kind of circling the internet and, and going on and being, of course, you know, depending, depending on who you talk to, uh, Red right. Tree, being compared to more of a Far Cry mechanic, yeah. which is amazing. I mean, that's what they said Far themselves. Great, so. great loop. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to that. I like that they said Far Cry. I think they said Far Cry 2, correct? Yes. Which made me smile because the new Far Cries are not my bag, but 2, I loved 2. That hit hard for me. So I was like, okay. Like, and Honestly, if it was anything like Left 4 Dead, I'd be fine with it. I know it's, you know, taboo to 
put that comparison in there, but I was a huge Left 4 Dead fan, so whatever. But I'm excited to see more Redfall, more Forza. I'm not a Minecraft Legends guy, so that doesn't move the needle for me personally. But it is a huge game, and that's going to be a big deal for a lot of people. So I'm just hoping this is the start. Maybe Phil said, you know, middle fingers, pretend these are middle fingers, to, to Jeff and the VGAs. And if they did, then, hey, I, I, I'm okay with that. Like, I like that would be a new direction for, for Xbox marketing. And they're just going to do their own thing. They're going to be uh, the Mavericks, if you will. So <laughs> I'm down for it. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, me too. Uh, Daniel, I, I want to bring you into the conversation as we close in on 650 people. We missed, we, we had some people drop out. We missed 700 by a, by, by a pinch, uh, which is, listen, you know what? I, I, we'll get there eventually. We, we will eventually have 1K in this chat. We will pull a Randall Thor and a Jez Cord one day. We just have absolutely. to build the channel. But I do want to catch up on a few Super Chats. And when I say a few, God damn it, there's a lot of them. And I cannot thank you folks enough for it. Gerald Mack, generous friend of the program, drops a very generous five-hour super chat. And in all caps, writes Xbox World Order, uh, uh, hashtag XWO, shout out to the Xbox Factor podcast, Mr. Boomstick, and yeah, Triple X. And uh, that's why they call me Mr. Boomstick. Uh, Pause. I had to buy Whoa. Whoa. Where'd that come from? I don't know. Um, and uh, he says, uh, shout, shout out to the panel. Salute you guys. You rock. Gamers unite. Thanks so much, brother. Uh, Highlander001, generous friend of the program, drops a $10 super chat and says, I can believe the March release, as I seen on Twitter, was if Starfield is not at the show, then it's, then it's been delayed till next year. Well, that's ridiculous. Uh, if people are saying that, don't pay attention to them. Uh, just mute them. That's ridiculous. Uh, I guess these people never had a baby. <laughs> They've never come on uh, a date given. Relax. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, uh, Mr. Wimpy uh, in the chat, who's crazy super chats today, uh, he says, this after dropping a $5 of You can just call me Wimpy, LOL. Uh, he drops another $5 of says, as much as I love Bethesda, it's 60 frames per second or I don't play. And you're not the only one that said uh, that. You might, brother, you might so not be playing. Yeah. <laughs> you you might not be playing, brother. Yeah, Sour unless you get Blow, no PC at least. Yeah, Sour Blow eighteen drops a yeah. very generous five dollars super chat and says, "Skullzy, uh, besides the RPG elements, what are the difference differences and similarities between Starfield and Star Citizen?" Um, I think just gameplay. I've never played Star Citizen. Yeah. I, well, Starfield's going to actually come out. So. Yeah, d- there you go. I don't think Star Citizen <laughs> has a has a story or anything to follow. A I just think like it's that. you're just and flying around aimlessly. They had Mark Hamill in. eventually. Star Citizen is more like a like a simulation, like you're living a life in space, flying a ship around and hoping that the game doesn't crash on you and you lose all your progress that day. Starfield is more like, you know, a Bethesda game in space. Uh, they don't make it to life simmy. So it's, yeah, the difference would be the life sim aspect, the simulation aspect. Star Citizen's so, so heavy. Like, you got to worry about your 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 ship's heat. You got to worry about your person's oxygen supply. You got to worry about if you do too many uh, evasive maneuvers and in, in a dogfight, your character mm, can black out. I don't from, like that. I'm like, yeah, it's it's super in depth. It's, it's too real. Yeah, it's that's why I was happy about <laughs> Starfield and the whole gas thing. <laughs> Running out of gas, I was like, oh thank mm, God. <laughs> thank, thank goodness that's out. Yeah, no, good. good, good. 
Yeah, th- th- thanks for the clarification. Uh, definitely appreciate that. And uh, thanks for the question. Uh, uh, Wimpy drops an additional five hours of chat and says he'll gladly pay us on Tuesday for a hamburger today. Yes, that's right, brother. Bring back those Popeye vibes. Fonz Gaming. What's up, Fonz? How you doing, brother? He drops a $2 super chat and says, hoping Starfield has a performance mode. Mm-hmm. And that we'll see. We will see. Uh, Drawn TJ drops an additional five dollars. Super chat and says, "Hope Forza Motorsport Eight has 2021 cars, from muscle cars all the way through to supercars of 2022 cars and more customization." Yeah, that that's one of the big things that people want to see come uh, to it. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll, I'll see. I got a couple more super chats to get to. Uh, Zatanna Bethany drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "Gonna keep putting this out there into the universe." Xbox plus Nether Realm. Ed Boon has been as quiet as a Microsoft, and he right about that. Also, smash the like button. Thank you for that uh, uh, kind sentiment, and of course, thank you for the generosity. I think he's working with Xbox. I I do. Um, he did say something last year at the beginning of the year that set the internet, including myself, ablaze, where he said, I'm currently working on a project that uh, is not, it's, it's something very different than what we have done with Mortal Kombat, and I can't say any more, otherwise I will get in trouble. Uh, you know, so there you go. Killer Instinct, uh, there you go. Uh, there's my, my, my hopes and dreams. Um, we also have Elemento P.O. What's up, brother? He drops a very generous $5 super chances. Would love to see Xbox announce a streamable beta demo for Starfield exclusively in Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, that would be that would get people to jo- join. That, that's that would be like that uh Crackdown 3. Buy Crackdown 3, play Halo. Remember that? I remember, I remember that it. Oh, yeah. very much. Tom from Toonami drops a very generous five dollars of gen says 323-23 might be the deep dive showcase, then a June reveal. I mean, that's definitely possible for sure. Um, uh, Daniel McGee, let's get your opinion on this. What What is the importance of mentioning Starfield at this show? It, 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 will it be considered a failure if they do what they have done in the past and kind of don't address the elephant in the room? I'm sure some people will think it that way. Um, just because so many of the people who are in, you know, games journalists or games media at any at any level are very much like, a, you know, the, the what have you done for me lately sort of thing. Uh, so I don't think Xbox really needs to worry about those people too much because as soon as they put out the actual information, those people will just never talk about the bad thing that happened again because they have very short term memory. I really don't think it would make a huge difference. But that being said, uh, here, let me start with this. So people so as for the them revealing it at the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't see that happening. I really just don't. Um, Too much might money? Have a, well, I mean, no, I, that's not necessarily what I mean. I just mean I don't think that they would reveal the release date there, right? Gotcha. I think that if there is a trailer there, which there could be, um, I still don't know that I would necessarily expect that, but like, it's not impossible. Um, I think that they will have already revealed the release date before then. I think... I think this this direct. I just want to get everyone's expectations in check here. I really don't think this direct is going to be uh, huge. You know, I look at state of plays and I look at Nintendo directs, and for the vast majority of those, it's not you know game changing. I think it's going to be we're going to see a handful of these. We're going to see Forza. We're going to see Redfall. We're going to see uh, maybe Starfield, uh, and we're going to get release dates for or sorry Minecraft Legends, and we'll get release dates for those for the first half, just because theoretically the, they should be coming out before E3. Um, yep. 
And I think that'll be pretty much it. Like I think I think if I think if it's a I don't know a, a forty minute show, I think they'll spend ten minutes on each one or whatever. Um, as for Starfield not being there, I can one hundred percent see them not doing a big blowout there, uh, and that might be part of why they're not ex- or why Jez isn't seeing information about it being there. Because um, we have to keep in mind, of course, that the information we have right now is first of all not confirmed by Xbox, so maybe when they announce it, they'll right. say more about it. Uh, and secondly, I think Jez Gordon, uh, who's phenomenal and one of the best journalists going right now, I think that he has said himself that he doesn't have a lot of like inside information coming from Bethesda specifically. So it's it's possible that he just wouldn't have heard about it. Um, not you know super. I think you know he probably would have, but it's not impossible that it could still be there to some extent. What I'm expecting from this show is something smaller, where they just show you know. Those three games are going to show Minecraft Legends for sure, Forza, and, and Redfall. We'll get release dates for all three of those. Um, maybe one or two smaller things. And then I think that we'll get, at the end, we'll get, like, the release date for Starfield. Maybe not even a trailer for it, but, like, the release date for Starfield and then more information at whatever date, right? Um, and I think that the reason that they're going to do that is because you know my boy Todd Howard likes to talk. <laughs> you know my boy Todd <laughs> Howard likes to come out. He does. He likes getting up there. And talk for 45 minutes about his game and go on a big a big tangent about it. Uh, and we love him for it. We love seeing that. You know, that's what we all want to see, I think. Um, so I think that they might just drop the release date there and then a couple weeks later be like, and here's the blowout. Here's all the information. It just, that feels right to me. Um, just knowing sort of, the way Bethesda likes to, to do their things and specifically Todd Howard likes to do their things. And I, I want to, you know, keep in check the idea that this, this direct probably won't be the biggest thing. And that's because I think, especially because E3 is the first one in person again for several years, I think they're going to want to just blow E3 out the water. And you know what? I want them to as well, because we're going to be there and I want to see it. Yes. I want to see I want to see that mushroom cloud. You know what I mean? uh, so so some of us here are going to be boots on the ground for E3. I'm definitely going to be there for sure. <laughs> it's going to smell like a mushroom. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. Uh, so, you know, if they want to hold some stuff back for E3, I'm not going to hold it against them. But I, I think, you know, this is the situation where this direct is probably something that they're going to continue doing down the line. Um, hopefully more frequently than Nintendo and PlayStation have been doing theirs, because I think one of the things that that I always uh, find really funny uh, is is we hear a lot about people talking about how bad Xbox's marketing is, and they're right. It's not good. Like, they don't give us the information that we should have. We get most of it from Jess Gordon as if he works for their marketing division, which he doesn't, but he should get paid as though he does, because he may as well. Um, But when when I look at just, like, pretty much the last year and a half of the games industry in general, it's just been not a ton of news from any of the big three. Like Nintendo really didn't do a ton last year. PlayStation didn't do basically anything in the last year. Uh, I think we're just in a weird time. You know, I think we're, we're coming out of the end of, you know, COVID messing everything up. And I think 2023, I mean, we're seeing that 2023 is just this ridiculous deluge of games that we've been expecting for the last last couple of years. Uh, and I think it's going to be a thing where, you know, a lot of these games are probably going to hold on to their release dates for longer than we would want to because they're trying to figure out where everyone else is going to go. Because, I mean, we're, we're looking at, at what, you know, uh, I mean, Reggie would know better than me. Game Pass has got dozens and dozens of things coming into it, right? We got the over 50 now. It right, keeps going got, up. 
Monster Hunter and Atomic Heart and Persona. And like, I think all of these are expected to be in the first half. And they've got like Hogwarts and Resident Evil 4 and like all this stuff, like so much stuff, right? I'm going to be busy. I'm a busy boy. (laughs) So if they want to hold off a little bit and not release Starfield until June, you know, I won't love it because I want to play it yesterday, but I'll understand. (laughs) I agree. I, you know what? To that point, I, I agree with you. I, I think that if it's June, it's June. But here's the problem. Microsoft sometimes overstacks and games eat their own lunch. Oh, for sure. Uh, what, what should have happened, folks, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer or a D-bag here. I'm a gamer. I'm an Xbox dude. Um, what we should have had is these games strategically put one in January, one in February, one in June, and one in May, giving us bookends for the six-month block so everyone gets a chance to play these games and enjoy them. Um, I think, and this is just me, Mm -hmm. if you turn around and you put Redfall a month before Starfield, that's just dumb. I'm sorry. That's just dumb marketing. I'm going to tell you right now, if I insult people, I apologize, but that's just dumb. We I saw. Agree, you, you, listen, all you have to do time, is look though. at what happened to Titanfall 2, right? Look what happened with one of the best story first-person games ever told. Nobody freaking played it because it was sandwiched between Call of Duty and Battlefield. Dumb. Don't do that. You have six months. We're still in January. Let's go. You got four games, five games. You have four first-party games that we know of that are quote-unquote releasing in this six-month block. You got to strategically put them out there so we can play them. They can all get equal shine and marketing and everything that you talk about when it comes to selling your product. But that's my end rant. I do think of those four games, though, I think the only one that really needs to be concerned about that is Redfall. You know, I I think mm-hmm. you know Minecraft is going to get its is going to get I its agree. players no matter what. You know, dungeon was it dungeons? The Minecraft Diablo dungeons. Mine- this is Minecraft Legends. Legends. Minecraft Legends. Legends. No, yeah, but but dungeons came out a while ago, and like nobody yes. really talked about it, right? Like it wasn't a huge game, but sales wise and like player base wise, it was pretty big just because it was a Minecraft game. You know, it's got that cachet where I think it can come out pretty much anywhere. And it might not have like you know an amazing opening weekend or whatever, but it's gonna find its player base. Uh, and it's the same thing for for Forza. You know, the people who are really into Forza are gonna play Forza no matter what. You know, they're not really you know the people who are playing Forza are, are not going to be like, well, I was gonna play Forza, but uh, Persona Four just hit Game Pass. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And then Starfield is obviously gonna be one of the biggest games of the year. So I, I think that that one can pretty much drop wherever it wants and be more or less okay um redfall is the big is the big question mark that's the one where i think they they really need to be more careful about where that comes out because if it comes out next to even something like a hogwarts legacy or uh, a resident evil 4 remake you know that's going to take a lot of the shine off of it and i and i do think you know i I know we've been hearing a lot of really good things about redfall and, and i'm expecting it to be probably a pretty good game i mean critically speaking arcane doesn't really miss um but I think because it is going into Game Pass and it is this sort of longer tail multiplayer game, I don't even know that it necessarily needs to like explode immediately. I think it could very easily become one of those things where it's like a, a Sea of Thieves or a, you know something mm-hmm. like that, where it comes out and you know as long as it gets decent enough press at the beginning, then I think that it'll just slowly build its user base over time. Uh, and, you know, I do think that it's a problem that they've sort of promised these four 
fairly big games at the first half of the year um, because it's kind of a lose-lose for them. You know, it's the situation where if they delay something out of the first half of the year, people are going to be like, Phil Spencer promised and you didn't come out until July. <laughs> and then if they stack them all, you know, one month apart, like you said, then there's going to be, you know, a little Cannibal- bit of cannibalizing. Yeah, uh, you know, I was going to say, Danny, but don't you think, though, because remember with Forza Horizon 5, it was kind of cannibalized by Halo's uh, beta yeah. for the multiplayer. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um and that's that's true for sure of like the launch period at least. But I think that we've seen that both of those games have done very well um, in their long term. And I think because of Game Pass, I think Microsoft doesn't necessarily care about like, I mean, obviously they care about it, but it's not the end, end all be all of like, is this game going to explode in its first weekend? You know what I mean? Like Sea of Thieves is now one of their biggest IP and it launched to probably one of the worst (laughs) (laughs) received uh, opening weekends of anything they've put out in a long time. Uh, I love that game. Uh, So I don't necessarily know that it's going to be make or break for them in in any of these situations. As long as they put the games out and they're good, I think it'll be okay. I think they do need to be careful with Redfall though. I think that's the one that's going to be in the most. I agree. I I, know what careful is, is a strong word and I, and I, and I think you're onto something but I think that that game is going to surprise a lot of people. I mean, we yeah. have just learned that uh, the ID software uh, folks mm-hmm. are helping with the shooting mechanics, and they have been since its inception. That is a That's big huge. freaking yeah, deal. For sure. Because I think a lot of people that play arcane games, right, will say that their shooting mechanics are to be desired. Bingo. Uh, and, and, and they know it's my that. number one issue with right. them. They, they know that. And what did they do? They brought in ID to right. freaking come in there and help with the shooting. And, 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 and what we understand, it's the team behind Doom Eternal. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. Um, yeah. So you're definitely on to something, uh, Danny, for sure. But let's uh, you have something else you want to add to the conversation before I bring in Umbra. No, that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, excellent. Umbra, let's get your hot, let's get your hot take opinion, and then we will get everyone the H out of here. Umbra, talk about it, brother. What what are your thoughts on the announced event? Uh, is it is it an issue that we haven't heard officially from Microsoft? Uh, you know, and and more importantly, where do you stand on the Starfield admittance to this uh, upcoming event? Um, yeah, it's 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 about time that something is happening. I do not subscribe to the thought that they abdicated appearing at the VGAs for this at all because it makes no sense seeing how there were so many eyes on the VGAs. Yeah. I think this, if anything, was something they already had planned to do and they will continue on for it with smaller directs like this, which I'm all for. The only worry I have with that is is that they have to avoid that terrible trebuchet boring dev talk they did before <laughs> sorry i did yeah. not like that and uh it was very draining energy wise just to watch that it. it's like oh come on now like you all could have focused on anything but you focused on that so i think it's all in the presentation but would you count what... an extended talk from todd as that no, I, Todd's good gonna at it. do that <laughs> todd is yeah yeah like retry said todd is good at it see so he's different he's, he's the exception and, to the rule unless no he's talking about 10 space, minute moon goal Bay or whatever the heck that indie was. They Unless went over 10 talking minutes about talking about tribuches. I don't know, but other than that, I think he'll be fine. Him what and, if, him and his, what, his if I can turn my ship into a trebuchet, I will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, see? Now, you got to work about wonder about the aerodynamics in space with that, but yeah, but my thing is, 
Um, I'm all for that if it's a matter of somebody is, you know, imp- you know, I guess uh, great as Todd Howard speaking on things. But I don't know if it'll be the case that he'll actually be there for this. The fact that we're not hearing anything from that, uh, from those who are leaking it, like Jez or whoever, uh, may- does worry me a bit. And it's because of a few different things. Um, and I figure I figured that we would actually hear an official thing from Microsoft today. But maybe this being revealed as it was the other day, maybe through a little wrench, you know, a little monkey in a wrench, as they would say, or a wrench in the works, I guess is the word. Um, but why I'm worried a little bit, and I don't mean worried like, oh, no, it's doom, but I'm worried that it will slip and be delayed again. It, and for now, they, they announced that it would release in the first half. But the fact that they didn't actually give a launch date is a little worrying. They just said the first half of the year. For all we know, that could be June. It could be late June. It could be any of that, right? Mm-hmm. Because technically, that's the first. That's the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but wouldn't it also violate their twelve month thing if it's at the end of June? I don't know. Maybe they'd be like, "Well, still, it, in the it, sixth, technically, still if you're going, if you're going pure by math and numbers, yes, right. it would." So that would make me think. Then, if they're going to do that, then. Why would they not just release it in the second half? Also, I wonder what is going to be their second half thing for the holidays. Well, that's that's what they that I would imagine that is what their E three show is going to focus yep. on. Absolutely, uh, it is going to be for second half twenty twenty three, first half twenty twenty four, and 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 again, I I was one of the biggest criticisms or one of the uh, biggest podcasters that gave them smoke for that. I thought that last year's it it didn't hit the way it was supposed to. Now this year. It's different. This year, if in the first six months, Umbra, we did get Motorsport, we did get Minecraft Legends, we did mm-hmm. get F- Redfall, and we did get Starfield, and you're like, holy shit, this is one hell of a year for Xbox. And then they the come June, half. and they say, hey, folks, we're not done yet. But we got wait, Hellblade 2. There's got, more. <laughs> yeah, and there's more. And then they, they, they close E3 with, okay, this is what's coming second half. Hellblade mm-hmm. 2 is a part of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get uh, a reveal of, of um, We Happy Few, uh, that developer, uh, their game. And compulsion. we get a few other surprises, compulsion games. Thank yeah. you. And then they say, okay, this is what's coming first uh, half of 24. And Avowed is in there. Mm-hmm. Or one of their other big bangers that we're waiting for is in there. Then you could turn around and say, this is a banner year. This is, this is the way you started off the year, the first six months, ridiculous E3 comes, you blow our, our mohawks onto the floor, and everyone is cheering, and it's Xbox, you know, a, a champ, you know. Well, I uh, think it's going to be a banner year regardless. Oh, my, me too. My, me my too. only thing is, though, is, and that's why I say I'm not worried in the sense of, oh, no, you know, Doom is 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 Starfield. No, it's more so as, oh, no, are they actually going to keep to the timetable they gave us? And something tells me they're not. The fact that it's not going to be here, maybe they will have a, a showcase to show it off. But then it will make me wonder if they're going to have it to show off and say, hey, this will be launched in June. Then why would they not just show Starfield in June at E3 and say, hey, here's, you know, here's Starfield. We're going to release It's coming out. Here's the a drop. It'll be dro- coming this week. You know what I mean? Something of that nature. You still got to build up hype, man. You got to still got to. Yeah. You still got to spend the marketing money. Um, yeah, I agree. And, and which goes back that. to my which goes back to my other point. Mm-hmm. Uh, then why not appear at the VGAs and say anything? 
again, I mean, <laughs> that's a it's, it's, mystery it's, we are never going to solve. <laughs> yeah, it's extremely interesting of why they didn't do that. But only Microsoft has to has to have the understanding of why they did that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they feel like they have a better situation that's coming up, and we'll see if that presents itself. Again, like like you guys were speaking on all the games that you guys are mentioning the first party games, which I which is the biggest reason I disagree with 2022 being a failure of a year because what other platform give gave you 47 new games directly into game pass to fulfill your service day and date yep no No. nothing nothing if we're talking about as far as the ecosystem i agree with you no i get it first party which i get which i get but i still at some point which is why there's people in the chat and other people who also say it where gamers will never be happy because no matter how much content somebody gives you if it's not first party you're not happy Oh, you didn't give me ABC game. Oh, but you gave me all these other great games. I'm not happy. Which is one of my biggest problems with the gaming community currently, although I understand that first party does help identify what your platform is. True, true. But we are also in a completely different generation. You like this conversation is a perfect example of we are still stuck in the old way of doing things and microsoft is blatantly trying to demonstrate that there's a different way now it's not perfect and obviously they're not hitting the nail on the head but they're demonstrating that there's something different now if they deliver or not it's going to be up to us whether we continue to invest or not so and i'll put it to you like this if not another first party game comes out this year but they give you every second and third party game that you want this year would you sell your xbox my xbox would you get out of the xbox ecosystem for one i feel like my playstation might blow up on me in any moment i still have the vertical (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) but there's no room for mine to go yeah, you know, Me, it might like, take off. I want to have my own Starfield over yeah, here I mean, with this thing left. <laughs> off the that's the perfect. And, and Tom from Tsunami made the perfect example. You you just need to tell. You have to tell your fan base about what's what you're doing. You can't be half foot yep, in, yep, half yep. foot out. 100%. It's like, hey, if you're going to communicate, um, communicate. That's, I'll like, say that's this all too, we're right. asking. For. And that's the conundrum with Microsoft, by the way, right? Because they do communicate with us. Nobody communicates more than yeah. They do. I mean. But the fact of it is, is how they do it. That's the weird part about them, right? They do communicate with us and nobody does it like they do. I mean, from execs on down, but the fact of how they do what they do. And now, and by the way, the 12 month thing, some people did have issue with it. I heard you still rain. He was like, I I disagree. I I feel you on that too, but because I'm half and half on it, I kind of agree with boom, but then I don't, but Microsoft was forced into doing a half and uh, 12 month thing because Mm -hmm. they didn't have anything for 2022 outside of of course it's dust falls and and pentiment which i agree which i love both by the way just want to throw it out there but i I, my only thing is is with starfield i know it's going to be great i don't want anybody to think oh woe is me or nothing it's nothing like that i just wonder yeah punty i think my playstation might take off any moment (laughs) if i ever turned it on at least but i love gonna blow that dust out yeah yeah, barely touch it but yeah, I, I, my only wonder, wonder is, is, is it going to be the second half for Starfield? And if it is, they should just rip that Band-Aid off at this, this um, direct and say what it is. Yep. I don't, you know, it's like you said earlier, Boom. Tell us what it is. Don't play around with it. Just say, hey, this is the launch date. 
it if not, we have not to tell saying us bad something news, I think is worse I than agree. saying something. Yep. That's just me. Yeah. Yep. I, I can take them having another delay. I, I have no issue with waiting for for a great game. Uh it, but just don't keep us guessing all of this time and, and so on and so forth. And then just to just to add, well, people say, well, they announced it on their site that it said it would be released in the first half. Well, they also told us 11, 11, 22. Yeah, it tells a lot of things. <laughs> so that doesn't mean anything, right? He said yeah. it was an in ink, as I remember. Shout, shout out to Tom from Tanam who says, I don't care about Oreos or ABK anymore. I want <laughs> They have failed spectacularly the last year, and that's it. Look, I think everyone has done Beautiful. a magnificent job today on Amazing. giving the smoke in a proper manner and yeah. not doing it the fanboy way of doing things. And that is pit uh, torches and pitchforks. And that's why I love working with these, these, these men each and every week. Some of which are guests, some are here every week uh, for, I got to get to two super chats and then we will get everyone out of here. We'll do outros. Um, we had a super chat come in from fighting D dog. What's going on, brother. Welcome to the channel. And thank you so much for the very generous $5 super chat. And says, would you guys rather have fable as a co-op or single player personally rather be single player. And if they did multiplayer, have it in an arena PVP, I think what you're going to see from Redfall is going to be a, 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 a foot a footstep moving forward on how Microsoft does their IPs because Redfall was exactly. built from the ground up for single player, which are, which is for me. Mm-hmm. But it's also factors in multiplayer, and it does it yeah. from what we understand to great success yeah. for people like Steel Rain and Infinite Umbra who yeah. like playing with mm-hmm. big teams. Same here. That is th- that's what needs to happen with Fable. F- Fable needs to be pitched and built for single player, but offer a uh, co op mode. That if someone wants to go in with their brother, their friend, their whatever, their significant other, for that matter, and they can go at it, that that, that should be something that should be worked into it. I believe you're going to get a little bit of both. Mandingo McThicken. It's one of my favorite words, uh, it, uh, uh, titles or, or names on the Super Chats. He drops a very generous five, uh, $10 Super Chat. It says, boom, it feels like Starfield is going to be magnificent. If everything holds, and I agree, I think it's going to hit on every switch. Uh, there, uh, this will be a banner year. If uh, if more time is needed, take it. It uh, Wukong is coming to Game Pass. Yes, it is. It absolutely has been confirmed to come to Game Pass uh, on top of this year's lineup. Yep, that's one of them for sure. We also have uh, Mister Too Opinionated drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says Xbox has to show why it's unique third party doesn't do that i agree i absolutely agree but still rain mm-hmm. i just dropped living split screens you. uh uh youtube uh um, thank you uh information into the chat i'm at your channel literally right now and you have crossed over 700 subscribers Ooh, 700. Uh, nice. so what we're trying to do right. here folks as with 568 people here as I ask you to please head over to Living Through Screens, click on that uh, link I just provided, and do me a favor and hit the subscribe button for Steel Rain and Pong Soul. These gentlemen are two of the finest community members that we have, and they deliver each and every week with four-plus hours of content, and it's all from the heart. It's all, uh, it's all done in real time. Talk about it, Steel. Sell your brand, brother. Yeah, well, first, Boom, uh, I just... 
I want I want to start like kind of preface with this. Only sub if you guys truly believe in what me and Pong are doing over there. I put a, right. a good, hopefully a, a nice little intro over there for you guys. Um, and if that doesn't tell you enough, or it's what today that you what you got um, didn't tell you enough, um, then you know check it out a little bit for yourself. Because I, me and Pong really pride ourselves on that. That's why maybe the numbers aren't as big. It's also timing, right? And time is something we're always fighting against. Whether you're gaming, podcast, or whatever, family is the biggest thing, um, and also other hobbies. But um, like Boom mentioned, every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern, or 3 p.m. UK time, I am one of the hosts for Living Split Screen, a non-console-centric platform that talks about everything going on with the gaming industry. As I like to say, we take that RTS approach, we pull ourselves out of the world, look at the darker crevices of the map, pull our resources together so we can build that foundation up to eventually reach those 3 billion gamers that Phil Spencer always talks about. Um, other than that, it's I make it real easy for everybody to find me if you want to get some games in, if you want to chop it up in the DMs. I still reign I, the T is a 7, and that is R-E-I-G-N. Um, if you want to follow me, you can type it into Google. I've tested it out many times. I've anybody, Everybody in my family tested it. Um, it works. So uh, just do it that way. It makes it real easy. And other than that, I am grateful to every individual that is on this panel currently. Um, there's something else that I really... I'm trying to put out there more and it's please people know what you stand for and also something similar to what boom boom does right? he says his father uh, has a quote for you my mom has a quote that i'd like to pass off to you guys please do not assume that people think like you think or feel the same way you do and with that much mm -hmm. love Thank you so much for that, brother. Scalzi TV, I don't think you need to sell your brand, brother, but we're going to have you do it anyway. Uh, your channel has exploded on the scene for a good reason. You deliver content that is worthy of people's time. Talk about it. Sell your brand. Tell them where they can check you out on YouTube. And more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Yeah, thank you as always for inviting me out here. Always down to come hang out and talk about stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I got a YouTube channel where I talk mostly about Bethesda. I took a little <laughs> bit of time off for the holidays, but about ready to hit it again. Uh, it's YouTube slash Skullzy. Pretty easy uh, to find. I talk about a lot of stuff over on Twitter, too. A lot of trending things. Uh, Skullzy TV over on Twitter. So if there's anything like breaking news going on, I'm usually over there giving my, my opinion on things. And uh Last, uh, I'm working on an open-world RPG game Ooh. with the original creators of the nice. Elder Scrolls franchise. Uh, nice. Lost, uh, Wayward Realms is the name of the game. Check us nice. out. Uh, okay. A lot of fun. And, yeah, as always, thank you again. Everyone here has been awesome, fun to talk to. Hopefully, I'll get to meet you guys and talk more game stuff with you in the future. Yeah, you, so have you, a, you have a back, nice brother. I don't know if you want to listen to. Yes. <laughs> you got to have a colloquialism like Boom and, and Steel Range is it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, no, I, I got one. Uh, you know, and if I didn't follow this, I wouldn't be here today. Uh, you always got to follow your dreams in life because there's no one, no one else is going to be there pushing you to accomplish your dreams. If you got something you believe that you're meant to do to help the world, entertain people, don't wait on it. Just do it because the only moving engine in your dreams is yourself. And once you start I getting moving, it. uh, it'll keep on uh, chugging along. So there you go. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Good oh. words. Words to live by for sure. Skullsy. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Retri, sell your brand, brother. Talk about Xbox Game Pass underscore or, or Game Pass underscore daily, I should say. And you're still sure. working on getting the whole thing without the <laughs> underscore. But it's there. We got to <laughs> yeah. talk about it. Uh, tell everyone where that you they can get the best information, daily information on the comings and goings of Xbox Game Pass, and where can people reach out to you on social media? Well, I'll give you my wife's saying first, and hers is <clears throat> Retri, 
F around and find out. That's what she says. So, but you can find me at Game Pass underscore daily on Twitter and Game Pass daily on TikTok and YouTube. I make videos every single day telling you all about Game Pass. It's been a little hard to do lately, but it's going to get crazy in yeah, 2023. So I'm super excited for this year. I'm going to be very, very busy, but looking forward to every moment. So let's yeah. go. Yeah, it, 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 you're going to be working. There's no doubt about yeah. that for sure. Uh, uh, but we, we're, we're all here for it. Daniel McGee, sell your brand, brother. Talk about where they can check out the best long and short content available on YouTube. And where can people reach out to you on social media? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Daniel J. McGee or at uh, on YouTube at just Daniel McGee. It's Daniel M.C. capital G. Uh let's see we got reviews we got news uh, i'm rewriting the dceu we got uh that should be my next video is the the first actual script of those uh, i've been editing it uh, over the last couple of days i'm probably gonna have to split it into multiple videos because bitch it's a digging so uh might have gone too long on that one <laughs> but we're, we're gonna see how it works out come on by <laughs> colloquialism please yeah, yeah. Uh, you have one for us yes Hey, don't feel pressured. It's okay. I'm from Texas. We don't. Hey, Garrett, there, there you go. That's it. I'm from there you go. Like, All my exes are in Texas. We can't be a big lawn. step. <laughs> I'll shoot you. Hold on. Let me it. Google search Texas sayings real fast. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, There's got to be some good ones from Texas. <laughs> uh, I got. Uh, it don't amount to a hill of beans. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're from the South it. now. I love it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> stuff. That's oh, my goodness. Real quick, Gamer by Choice drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, personally, if Xbox never released another exclusive or first-party game, I'm okay as long as the games I want show up on the platform. Great show. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I agree with you. Like, like uh, Steel was saying, Game Pass delivered in a big way last year. So yep. much so that I didn't finish anything. Uh, that's how many games <laughs> were in there, uh, and that's the truth. But first party is important to the context yes, of is. your platform, mm -hmm. and Microsoft will continue to deliver both new uh, and legacy IP. Uh, but Umbra, let's let's get to you, brother. Talk about the Xbox Infinite podcast, Ow. which you are still in a legal battle. I think you should win. If you need character <laughs> witness, I will go up against. Yes. Uh, your your uh, the lead voice over there. Sorry, sorry. Uh, all the way down in Australia. Uh, Got to go he's with my brother yeah. from he another. He can't get you. Yeah, he's, he's he can't get me. There. That's right. Yeah. He's probably sleeping right now anyway. Yeah, no drop bears to get on you over here. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, thanks, Boom, for having me. Of course, brother, part of the show, and uh, it's nice to be a part of this such an esteemed uh, you know panel with such great members and such. Scozy, it's a pleasure to meet you. I might have to try to talk with you and lure you over to my show um, <clears throat> over there on Xbox Infinite. Uh, and of course, I mean, Rain, it's, you might as well just be a part of the show, brother. I mean, you bring energy, <laughs> I told you. Because I, you know, on Tuesdays, I'm, I'm at this time of, at the day, I'm kind of. the night. Nah, yeah, man. Is, man. So I need that energy you bring. It wakes me back up. Um, but at nine, boom, when we did that one at nine that day when I came through, I was wide awake for that one. Cause it was a little earlier for me but you know by this time it's like okay now my eyes are starting to get heavy <laughs> yeah a little napping just a little bit but uh yeah you guys can find me on tw on twitter of course under umber infinite or infinite umber you'll find me either way and of course on fridays on the xbox infinite podcast at seven o'clock eastern and um i'll just give this colloquialism that my grandmother used to say uh 
we're going to have a great 2023 everybody it's going to be a great year no matter what platform you're on and this is a, this is her saying if the lord says the same Ooh, love it listen can't 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 argue the logic brother and certainly can't mess with grandma because she knows better than most there's no doubt about that ladies and gentlemen a big shout out to the near 700 people that Beautiful. tuned in to Xbox nice. Factor podcast today. Uh, I did have some guy yell at me and say that I use clickbait uh, for the title, and that's why he's here. Uh, I don't here, know though, so right? much about that, uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> They're here, so it worked. Worked. it'll be all right. I mean, if, if you if you took the time to actually write, that means you must be enjoying the content. Or, well, if you're not, then you're not. Right. What can I tell you? Um, but listen, it was a great show. The super chats were ridiculous, as always. And uh, my wife and I are incredibly uh, thankful for the support that we get through the monetization of the channel. And again, we push that back and we give it, we, we, you know, we pay it forward as we did last year and we're continuing to do this year. Uh, again, I would love uh, for new uh, members to join uh, the, uh, the channel. If you are someone that has just found the channel for the first time and you like what we're putting down, consider subscribing. Uh, we do this five days a week, five different panels, five different uh, opinions, and all great content. Uh, right. Five days a week, Monday through Friday, Double Brow Gaming delivers. Uh, and sometimes we even add some breaking news uh, to the mix when we're not live. Sometimes we just go live and whoever's there is there and we talk about it. Uh, but uh, I do want to close out the show, folks, with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.